Now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for June the 1st. Today on the show, Crash and Mars are talking dad moves. Uh, you know what we mean. We're talking shoulder rides. We're talking tossing kids onto the bed. We're talking irresponsible barbecuing. We want to know how uh, how your dad's dad moves uh, hurt you. Uh, this is sort of funny because the dad move that hurt Crash uh, was his uh, dad uh, literally moving because his dad abandoned their family. <laughs> oh, man. Good laughs. All right, here we go. The Crash and Mars Show. Showing the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about what happened in Calgary yesterday because it's huge news. Uh, three people were taken to hospital after being stabbed in or near Calgary Chinook Shopping Center. Oh, I saw that, yeah. You see this? Police say the stabbings occurred at about 8.30 at night. Officers took a woman into custody and are treating her as a suspect. Now, they say that an unknown subject entered a restaurant on 58th Avenue and McLeod Trail where the assault took place. And then another assault happened outside of the restaurant. From a different person? No, nope, same? same person. Okay. Yeah. Now, while setting up um, containment and trying to locate the suspect, a third call came in from the Chinook Center Parkade, where another assault then happened as well. Jeez. According to police, the woman was then arrested in the shopping center's parkade. While police say their investigation into the attack is ongoing, this is where it gets scary. They believe the suspect did not know the victims. Just totally random. Random. Yeah. So a woman walks into a restaurant, walks outside of the restaurant, and then walks uh, into the parkade and just starts randomly stabbing people. Do what ever, the hell? When you're in a public setting, does that ever cross your mind? Yes, unfortunately, and I wish it yeah. didn't. And it's because of all the horrible uh, news stories that uh, that we share, I guess, and we read. Well, you read and you them, hear, right? Yeah. You see on the you see on social media. So periodically, it just crosses your mind. Yeah, and of you course. look around. Which I guess maybe is good if you're somewhat prepared. No, I don't, know. I don't think you're ever prepared yeah, from I a guess. random person just stabbing you. Yeah. This text here says drugs. Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of information has been um, put out about it as of yet, but uh, police are still investigating. Good news is all of the victims are listed in stable condition and are expected to survive. Because we had a uh, random stabbing at uh, one of the malls here a little bit ago. There was that That's uh, right. lady was just shopping, and she got uh, a poke. I forgot about that. That's right. It was uh, in the Westminster Mall, and yeah. she was... She was in a clothing store, and she got poked. What the hell? Like right, I'm guessing right through her jacket or whatever. What do yeah. you do Like if you felt that sensation? Okay, Crash, like, and I know you rage. Mm. So if you were to be like at Home Depot, and all of a sudden it feels like someone got you with a box cutter. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Are you like swinging? My... Oh, yeah, I'm swinging. I think my body, because there would be so much rage, that would just, like, explode immediately. Yeah. The wound would immediately heal and be like, get him. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I, I would hope. That would, yeah. That's how it would Your rage would turn you into some sort of Avenger. Yes. Where your body, your skin would just naturally yeah. heal up the, really quick. The wound immediately closes up, and my internal body is just like, Get him! Yeah, and then you and would then just I would, murder. I would take you down. Wow, what a crazy story. Yeah. Well, the good news is, is everybody in Calgary uh, who was a victim of this attack is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. All right, for those of you who have recently gotten a traffic ticket, it sucks, right? Like, what do you do? Do you just pay it in full to get it over with? Or 
Are you one of those people that says, no way, I'm going to fight this in court? Hmm. Who are you? There's two types of people. <sighs> Unfortunately, I'm probably just a pay it. I'll I don't have time to too. fight it in court. If Okay, I have a question because I've never fought no ticket in court. And if you have, um, I want to hear your story. 780-489-4669. If I'm, okay, let's say I know that I was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you, even if you know that you were in the wrong, do you still take it to court? Uh, if you got time, I guess, right? Because what's the point? Like, okay, I get busted speeding. I get pulled over. Yeah. And the cop's like, do you know how fast you were going? I'm like, no, I don't know, officer. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you were going, you know, this much faster over. Mm-hmm. Here's your ticket. And uh, I see the court date if I want to go fight it. Mm-hmm. Do I go fight it? Is that what people do to get out of them? Well, chances are you can't fight it on a weekend. So if it's during the week, would you take time off of work to go fight the ticket? Or do you just pay it, right? Because what's the uh, trade-off? You lose pay or you get some of your ticket. Or you get some of your ticket. Taken off. If, if I am in the wrong, I know I'm in the wrong and I go to court, is there a chance that I will not have to pay the ticket? Uh, it's probably a slim chance. If the police officer doesn't show up, is that how it works? Like, I don't know how it works. I guess. I'm guessing the cop would show up. If they're writing tickets, they're committing to wait in court. And they'll be like, yes, this like Mars was speeding. Yeah, she's, she was ripping down the, the hand Yeah, She's being an idiot right yeah. now. Throw the book at her. Charge her double. Yep, get her. Just get her. Uh, this text here says if everyone... Guilty! <laughs> if everyone fought every photo radar ticket, the program would be scrapped so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you have the percentage, but majority people probably just pay the ticket. Another one here says court has nothing to do with right and wrong. It's what you can prove. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you're wrong. If you can prove that you're right. Mm. I no. I, uh... Oh, look, the Now family's been to court a lot. Is court, all the time. is traffic court, like, court court that you see on TV? You know what? I'm going to do it because I, I would dress like all the ladies off the good fight. Oh, come on. I would come with my, like, satchel. My you're going to have a power suit? <laughs> I would. I would have a power suit. Mm-hmm. Like, a power suit like no other. Has anyone been to traffic court? A lot of people have What been. is it like? Uh, this one here says, hey, guys, when you go to court, they usually cut it in half and they'll drop the demerits. Oh, I guess you're fighting for uh, demerits, demerits, too. I didn't even think about that. Maybe yeah. I would go to court for my demerits. Right? Like, photo radar, whatever. But demerits? Maybe I would. If you thought you had a good chance, would you? Yeah, uh, yeah I think I would. Yeah. If you didn't think you had a good chance, would you attempt? Yeah, I think I would. But you're taking time off work now. now I know. You're taking a loss, uh, loss in wage, and you're also... <laughs> yeah, you're I, also I, gonna well, lose. In my, in my case, I can go during the day because I have I've got all afternoon. Right? My guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, here, uh, Renee, how are you doing today? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm hey. good. Excellent. All right, so your friend fought a ticket, right? Yeah. Well, it was about twenty years ago, and she was stunting in a residential area. Yeah. And she was clearly guilty, and it just so happened my neighbor had a constable who was a son, and he was visiting. Yeah. So she got busted for stunting and went to court. And they, she ended up getting off because the constable got the color of her car wrong. Boom! There it is. <laughs> there it yeah. is. Really? It was, yeah, it was blue. She had a blue Supra, and he said it was black, so they dismissed it. Because it was, all the information was not 100% correct. Right. Yeah, so, could have been anyone's car. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Maybe it could be worth it to go to court. I guess in some, in some points, in some cases, yes. 
Yeah, and hope hope to H that someone gets something wrong and you're like, hold up, hold up. That is not my car he's talking about. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, she should have she should have been nailed to the wall. She was crazy. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. That's so funny. That's key. Make sure, uh, or fingers crossed, something is wrong. Yeah. They say something's wrong, something's wrong on your ticket itself. If they misspell something on the handwritten ticket, can that be thrown out too? Probably, Maybe right? I would imagine if your name is spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says my cousin has gone to court for the few tickets she's gotten simply to apologize. So she didn't go to court to fight them. Mm-hmm. She went to go and apologize, and it worked. She got her tickets cut in half. Hmm. So just because uh, she's being a good person. So is it if you're the judge and people actually make the time to show up? It's like all right, okay. Thank you for showing up. I'll give you a discount right off the bat here. Yeah. Does it work like that? I don't know. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I, I thought that one time I was going to go to court. I got a speeding ticket. And uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take my chances that the police officer won't show up. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happened. Well, apparently, the days of police officers not showing up is over. They are now paid to show up to court. Uh, not only that, but I was found guilty. So they rewrote my ticket and tacked a little more on. Oh, they put more they on. They put more on. Mm. Because, so, oh, I'd be so ticked it, off. See, well, that would be you, your luck, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be my luck. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like, actually, we're going to double it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah, you're such a terrible driver. We're doubling your ticket. Another one here says you can go any day before your court date, before 3.30 in the afternoon. Plead guilty to the lesser charge to the justice of the peace. Mm. They'll knock your ticket down a bit. It will take anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. So if you've got the time, why not? So you don't actually make it in a courtroom. You stand in, in front like of a the, little, yeah. a wicket or whatever? That's right. Right in You're front like, of the... please, <laughs> please don't give me this ticket. I'm so sorry. That's all you got to say. Is there a go-to line that you need to say to get your ticket down? Just apologize. Hat in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't show up wearing yeah. a hat either. Uh, another one here. How are you doing today? Hi, um, I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing, doing pretty good. good. All right, so uh, did you actually make it to court? Yeah, so I got a ticket once when a cop saw me at a red light texting, um, and I wasn't actually texting. I was looking at the time. But what really annoyed me is the car ahead of me, the lady was actually on her phone. Oh, oh no. that's the worst. That so sucks. He, so he turns on his light, and the lady actually thinks it's it's her. So she parks on the side, and I park on the side just out of, like, courtesy because yeah. someone's getting pulled over. Yeah. And he comes out, and he walks towards me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and you just did it out of courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> Prepared. I watch so many lawyer shows. You just wait. Yeah, so I basically know it. You have to prove them that they don't know their stuff. Yeah, so, and did you get did you get off your ticket? I did. I say two hundred and fifty bucks, and he was so mad. He went out of the courtroom, slammed the door. Oh, yeah. Happy. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's because of the good wife, the good fight. Keep yeah, watching. I, yeah. I almost got a ticket for parking my car outside too wrong though but i ran outside and i told him to stop i was like please i just bought a ticket oh yeah it's like angelie uh, you are innocent you are... <laughs> <laughs> I like oh it. that's great thanks for sharing that one yeah okay bye-bye
I love too how at the end she said she was parked at the courthouse mm-hmm. and she ran outside and they were writing her a ticket. Oh yeah, it's like you son yeah. of a. Uh, another one here. Oh, uh, you are an officer of the law, staying anonymous here. I am. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. All right, so uh, what's the deal? Should people be going in and fighting tickets or what? Well, sometimes they do, but you got to be careful because when I was back on the streets, I would uh, always give a break to you if you're, you know, good to deal with. Like, you'd go 135 on the highway, I'd give you a 125, drop it down a little bit, right? So if you're a nice person and not mm-hmm. an, a jerk. Exactly. Yeah. But but then in in my notes, you'd always write, you know, got you at this speed, but gave a break for 125 or whatever. Yep. If you go to court and fight it, then you could get the 135 instead of 125. Oh! Right? Because well, the judge it is, will see it that. It is documented that you were sure. speeding higher. Yes, and and the judge already he's already seeing that you got a break already, and now you're fighting it. I didn't yeah, even think about that. I didn't that. think about that either. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah that's so, dangerous. Yeah. And would it, if you gave someone a, like a deal, like a good, uh, a good deed on the side of the highway, would people still go in to fight the rest of the ticket? Uh, sometimes, like, it's very rare, but they, um, I've seen people do it, and they show up to court, and they have the misconception that we won't show up, right? So um, They take their then, chance. Yeah, and then they, they look at my name tag, and they look at their ticket, and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Try to sneak out of the courtroom. Oh, uh, yeah, they're yeah. like, whoops, just kidding, guys, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, thanks for the info on that. Have a good one. <laughs> you too, bye-bye. I didn't even think about that. You get a little bit of a break on the highway, but yeah. you're like, no, I want more of a break. Uh, this text here says, saying anonymous, says, hey, guys, uh, tell the officer that you just had on the phone that that happened to me. Mm. Uh, why did I go to court to fight it? I didn't read the ticket, and I didn't realize that I was already showing leniency. <sighs> uh, and exactly what she said happened. I lost in court, and the judge said that because I wasted the court's time, they bumped it back up too. Oh, that is the worst. So make sure you read your ticket. Yeah, they didn't. He didn't read, yeah. or that person rather, staying anonymous, did not read the ticket. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> this one, Nisku sucks. We don't get any breaks out here. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nisku. Oh no. What's going on? <laughs> uh, well, if you do have a traffic ticket, and uh, if you want just to pay it, a new Alberta startup is offering an alternative now. It's an app that's called Rocco. R O, uh, oh, pardon me, Ruco, R O O C O, Ruco. Someone texted that in, yeah. Yeah, what basically, it? it gives you an opportunity to pay less for a ticket. Hmm. Uh, so, for example, if your ticket was three hundred bucks, uh, this app Ruco would offer you a ten to fifteen percent discount off that amount. Once that's taken care of, basically, your ticket is uploaded and dealt with within ninety seconds. Hmm. So you just paid online or paid on the app through the app, yeah. Ruco.ca can only be used for tickets that have a set fine associated with them, like speeding, parking, or distracted driving. So check out that uh, website. Check out that app. How do you spell it again? R-O-O-C-O. Oh. .ca. R-O-O-C-O. Yeah, it started in Fort McMurray. It's now expanding, and they hope to be available across Alberta by the end of 2018. So if you want a little discount taken off your ticket, um, check this, out Ruco.ca. This is a legit website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in the news. Hmm. Makes, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, these guys are trying to start something pretty cool and hmm. make some money on it. Yeah. So check that out, ruco.ca. All right, you know what happens when uh, you feel very passionate about something and then you decide that you're going to protest it? Um, you know what happens? People get together, you've mm. got your signs. Yep, chain you yourself protest. to a tree. Have you ever been to a protest? Never. Uh, I've been to a couple of protests. Mm-hmm. 
Mostly when I was younger and had passion for life. Oh, yeah. You gave up on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't care. What did you protest? Um... Tuition fees? No. Oh, I did. For, yeah, I did. <laughs> of course You're you right. did. When I was in university, I went to a protest for tuition fees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> they never do. No. <laughs> I also protested. We had a walkout when I was in grade seven. Mm. Where the junior high, H.E. Burial Junior oh, like High. your typical walkout day? We all walked out for in protest of the Iraq war. What? Yeah. Was that just a reason to get the day off? We walked. Like, I remember we walked. How many of you were actually, like, passionate about well, this? Well, I was in grade seven, so, yeah. I, you know, how Without old was the I? Internet. I didn't even really know. what. You know, well, I mean, I did, because the Iraqi war was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets on their horse and buggy. Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> we're out of here. But, yeah, I remember we walked and we chanted, like, give peace a chance. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we were... Uh, we were good protesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, off to Montreal we go, where the price of gas is through the roof. And so a gas price protest was scheduled for Wednesday. 5,000 people agreed to attend, and another 36,000 said, you know what, we might attend. Mm. Uh, now, police officers in Montreal even stationed half a dozen officers in patrol cars ready to supervise the protesters on their planned slow-moving route, they were going to walk. Mm-hmm. And they were going to protest with their signs and say, you got to lower these damn gas prices. they prepared prices. for thousands and they thousands did. of people. At least 5,000 people. Yeah. The price of gas in Montreal is about $1.47 a liter. Uh, guess how many people showed up to the protest? Oh, no. It's one of these where everyone signed up but nobody showed? One woman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Everyone got up that morning. They're like, yeah, no, no not happening. One woman showed up uh, to protest gasoline in Montreal that day. Her picture is up on the app if you want to have a look at yes. it. Yes. She looks so mad. <laughs> I love the cops got a Timmy's. She's there, arms crossed. Be like, yeah. where is everyone? <laughs> uh, she showed up with a sign attached to the windshield of her car. And she said that she is, quote, not impressed at the lack of response. Mm. I bet you she did this via Facebook, so everyone's like, uh, I'll attend, I'll attend, maybe, maybe, and she based everything on that. Yes. Anyone who's done a Facebook invite, you know nobody shows up. Yeah. Right? If you're not physically chatting with the people, no one's going to show up. Yeah. So there you go. Her picture is up on the app if you want to have a look. The lone protester who showed up at a gas protest in Montreal. All right, for those of you who are going to be looking forward to watching some Stanley Cup hockey, it's another night off for the Stanley Cup final as the team shift from Vegas to Washington. Um, Did you know this, though? And I thought this was really interesting. We've had stories about the Simpsons predicting world events, including Mm -hmm. the election of Donald Trump. Well, the Simpsons also predicted the Stanley Cup in Vegas 20 years ago. Apparently, there was an episode in 1999 before The Hangover and The Golden Knights where Homer Simpson and Ned Flanders went to the Stanley Cup playoffs in Las Vegas. Really? An episode was titled Viva Ned Flanders. And it shows Homer and Ned off to Vegas for a night of debauchery. Unsurprisingly, both Homer and Ned wind up very intoxicated only to wake up the next morning because they stole the Stanley Cup from the playoffs that were happening and yes. they ended up in their room. How, Isn't that crazy? How did how's the Simpsons able to predict everything? I have no idea. 
I have no idea how they're able to predict it. Can they predict who won? Did they do an episode on no, that? <laughs> no, they just show that they were partying in Las Vegas and they stole the Stanley Cup. Mm. So thought that was uh, thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right, if you guys are thinking about what to get Dad for Father's Day, uh, you might want to jump on the internet because um, I'm about to take care of your Father's Day shopping for you. When it comes to steak sauce, what's your favorite? Uh, HP. You like the HP? I like the HP. All right, Ginge, you got a steak. Are you a steak sauce guy? I don't mind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's. Have you guys ever had that sesame seed sauce? I'm, there's a lot of them. Well, <laughs> one in particular. There, yeah, there's one in town. Who does the? Uh, oh man, I can't think of the place. Is it like now. a local one? Yeah, it's like a uh, chain. There's one on Calgary Trail. They do like a Sunday buffet. Norm. No, I can't read Haley's mouth. I don't know. Haley, I don't know. The, sawmill. They, the yes. sawmill. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. The sawmill. Okay. The sawmill. There we go. Um, I've never had it. <laughs> oh, it's good. Never had that one. I know, yeah, I've the never. app knew it. Good job, gang. Mm. All right. They, they all knew it. Um, apparently, there is now a steak sauce line of candles. Oh. And guess who is putting it out? <laughs> Big steak company? A1. Oh, yes. The A1, A1 steak HP, sauce. It's all the same to me. Yeah, it is delicious. Uh, the candles apparently smell like meat. They've got three cents, original meat, which smells like steak, backyard barbecue, and classic burger. You can order them for $15 U.S. each at A1 Meat Sense. Uh, They do say, though, that you should probably hustle if you want to get them in time for Father's Day Mm -hmm. uh, and before they sell out because people think that these are going to go off the shelves. Oh, yeah, I think they'll be popular. I like the A1. I like the HP, though. The HP, it just has a... I don't know if it's a, a tang per se, but it's just got it's got something. It does something nice to your tongue. Uh, the HP sauce, um, my dad. That just it screams my dad. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up. We my dad put HP sauce on everything. That was the only everything. Brand, that was like the only brand name thing we had in the house, and it helped because uh, back in the day, I'm sure every everyone's parent did this to their yes. steak. You burn it. Yeah, yeah they burned you, it. You, I just remember many dinners, us sitting around the dinner table, and our mouths are just covered in charcoal. Yes. Charcoal oh, yeah. and HP sauce. Yeah. And we're like... <laughs> <laughs> Crunching your meat. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the grease, oh, yeah. the, uh, the fat on it is just so burnt, you bite into it, and it's like... <laughs> and it just... Like, and it would shatter. Of charcoal. Oh, Do you yeah. guys remember being kids and the cuts of meat that your parents would buy? was so grisly that half your steak you'd be oh, spitting out. The, the cheapest steak ever. <laughs> and it's like paper thin, so you throw it on the grill and it's like, <laughs> it just burns immediately. I don't even know if it was cow most of the time. Yeah. Like, this was cheap, cheap beef. Oh, yeah. yeah, it we was always, awful. I remember we always had T-bone as well, but it was like the cheapest cut of T-bone. Yeah, I remember one year Lauren decided to go in for a half cow. Yeah. Mm. and uh, Get that freezer full. Oh, well, we, it was, it. we had a large, large deep freeze in the basement, mm-hmm. but he didn't realize how much meat half a cow was. Mm-hmm. So we ended up buying another deep freeze uh, in the garage. Mm. And he, we, they gave us like the entire cow. Lauren's seen a cow before. Yeah, I don't think he realized. <laughs> he, I think he should have gone in on like half of the half. Yeah, but he took half the cow. Yeah, you get a lot of meat. Man, we ate burnt steak with the charcoal for, I think three years. Why did parents burn it? I don't know. I do still enjoy a good little, like a a good amount of charcoal on my steak. No, they didn't care. I don't know if they didn't know or they didn't care. Well, they, a bit of both. Did they think there was bacteria in it and they had so. to burn it? I think they thought we were going to get sick, so they burnt it. Because mm, I just remember, too, with the tongs, 
like uh, parents opening the barbecue and it's like an inferno. It's like, <laughs> and us kids are just looking at it. And we're like, wow, this is cool. And they grab the steak with the tongs and you shake it and you're like, bang, 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 bang. And it's like, <laughs> and they what? would add a little bit of water maybe to keep the moisture in. But it, I just remember, <laughs> just keep the flames down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they were doing. That was but the I way just, your dad barbecued? Yeah. He would bang the steak on the grill? Yeah, he would grab the steak like this and yeah. just slam it down on the grill, flip it over, slam it again. I've never seen that technique. Uh, did anyone do the old banging steak technique? And bang and slam your meat? <laughs> there was no question of how you wanted it done. No. It was just cooked as it was cooked. Oh, yeah. One, one, yeah, one cook. That's it. Everyone gets the same steak. No one knows what the banging of the steak was. Anyone? Not a sing- Did you ever bang your steak? I remember, the, uh, I remember a lot of flame. I remember it being uh, almost unedible, but I don't remember the old uh, shake and bang. I don't remember that either. Can you bang your beef? Okay, hang on a sec. Bang your steak on the grill. <laughs> this one sounds like you had the worst steak ever. Yes, it does. <laughs> a lot of times they're really hard, too. I think that's why my brother hated steak, and I think he still hates steak to this day. Because it was a scarring moment for him, clearly. No a- one is ever anyone banging not steak? a single person. Haley, your parents banging the beef? What no. was your What was your dad up to? I don't know. I mean, maybe they just got really charcoal and he was shaking charcoal off. Was that his version of, you know, some dads will do like the burger press? Mm, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't press Don't press the burger. You squeeze the juices out. Was that your oh, dad's maybe that's version what he was of the, doing? trying to get those grill marks on there, trying yeah. to whack them on? I got one. Raunchy Ryan. Okay. I got you, Crash. My dad used to do that all the time, Oh, yeah. Too. People are saying it was to knock the grease off. Oh, okay. To oh. calm down the grease fire. Any flavor stays on that piece of meat. <laughs> I see a grease... <laughs> I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah, this one. My dad banged his steak, too. Really? Okay, so there's a few people. Yeah, I just remember that. I just remember the sound of the tongs hitting the barbecue and seeing an inferno. Every time the steak would, like, die even more on the grill, it was just... And the, and the flames The flames, yeah. Oh, it was that's quite hilarious. entertaining as a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, but you got more now. People are saying, yeah, my dad was a barbecue banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lots of people did that. Says, hey guys, my dad always said it was to get the grease out, that the meat was too fatty. <laughs> so they were- <laughs> And then you end up with dry, burnt meat. Oh, Tracy says, guys, we were talking about this just at work the other day. How much we hated steak as kids because it was so chewy and burnt. Yeah. It wasn't until my early 20s that I had a medium rare steak and thought to myself, oh, this is what it should have been. The first time, I, I still remember the first time I had a good steak. Because I even, uh, when I moved out on my own, I yeah. burnt the snot out of my steak. Too. I just thought that's the way it was. Yeah. On my patio, there I am, banging my beef. <laughs> and the inferno is just going up. And then I went to a, uh, uh, work brought us to a steakhouse. And I'm like, what is this? The meat came down on my plate. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, uh, this thing's still mooing. And I cut into it, and it was cooked perfectly. From that day, it was amazing. Oh, wow. And you're like, this and is I've, how it should yeah, be and done. And I learned how to cook steak. This is how it should be done. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, lots of guys say that their dads used to bang the steak. That's so weird. <laughs> Haley, you've never experienced no. the bang beef? She's too young. Oh, yeah. She's, she, yeah. she's only enjoyed premium yeah, beef. Yeah, she's only yeah. enjoyed perfectly cooked steak. Come on over. I'll bang the beef for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's not say that to Haley. Alrighty, in sports. Uh, okay, of course, we've got the Stanley Cup. Uh, taking the night off. Uh, the team is shifting from Vegas over to Washington, but football fans are really exciting because it is June. Uh, two ga- other games uh, tonight. Uh, let me just see here. Besides uh, CFL, uh, pardon me, besides the Tiger Cats 
and Toronto. None of them are televised, though. Edmonton plays Winnipeg, mm. and Calgary faces BC. Mm. So you can't watch them on TV, but um, Edmonton taking on Winnipeg, Calgary taking on uh, BC in the CFL. It is going to be a rainy day today, so here's what we got going on. Uh, it looks like we are going to see clouds throughout the day today. Only about 14 degrees or so for the high. Tomorrow, though, a little nicer. A mix of sun and cloud in 18. And then Sunday, really pleasant. Sunshine in 23. I'll take it. It is 631. We're sitting at 9 degrees. Good morning. Just talking about Crash's dad and cooking the worst steak in the world. Just burn it. Just burning it and banging it and spritzing water on yeah. it. I do love now the uh, a perfectly cooked fat pocket on a steak. On a steak, you oh, eat it back. Do man, you? the flavor that is locked in there—it <laughs> just pops in your mouth. You're like, oh, this is amazing. You just love it, huh? Mm. Uh, well, I've got a list here of. Um, the biggest dad mistakes. Now, I guess with Father's Day coming up uh, in the middle of June, mm-hmm. that's probably why I would imagine this list came out. Um, and burning and barbecuing everything to a crisp is actually on the list for some of the biggest dad mistakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, number one, and this is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. The number one dad mistake, throwing a child into a fan. What? Oh, like the ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number two for biggest dad mistakes, Mm -hmm. walking through a door with a child on your shoulders. Yep. (laughs) Dunk. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, uh, number three is the dad mistake of uh, burning and making everything turn to some burnt dust Mm -hmm. on the barbecue. That's number three. Dads nowadays probably know how to cook a little bit more, right? Oh, yeah, I would think so. Versus dads from... Like our, our dads. Like our, gen- our generation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, older dads, they just burn to everything. Yes. I want to know from you guys, uh, maybe you're a dad right now. Uh, maybe it was a mistake that your dad made, or even your grandpa. Mm-hmm. What are some of the biggest dad mistakes that uh, you've seen happen? Mm. And it can be anything from accidentally injuring a child. Like I said, the top two, throwing a child into a fan and walking into a door with a child on your shoulders. Lauren must have done a few of these, no? Oh, my God. My dad did all of them. I remember my dad, like, like, hurt, like, like hurting us. Oh, like yeah. Like, throwing us and dropping us. Oh, yeah. Throw you up, get get distracted. Yeah. <laughs> you hit the floor. Distract. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, my dad putting us in, like, the back of, uh, he bought a truck, a diesel, or a diesel truck once. Mm-hmm. And he would let us like ride in the back, but it was rotting out. Oh yeah! And so we would fall through the holes. And yeah. He wouldn't stop. That's golden. My dad, dad mistakes. Yeah, we had a an old uh, van seat thrown in the box of a truck. It wasn't bolted down or anything, but it was so we can sit in the box of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Totally unsafe. Totally unsafe. Yeah. I want to know from you guys what are some of the biggest dad mistakes that you've seen. Call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Now, radio. All right, we're talking about uh, the biggest dad mistakes that you've either done or uh, you had happened to you because of your dad or because of your grandpa. Mm. Uh, lots, of this, lots of people's dads are hilarious. Uh, this one here says, Hey guys, my dad used to spit his snuff out of the car window while we were driving. Oh, no. He had all the windows rolled down so it would come back through the back window and hit his kids in the face. He would continue doing it and not know it was happening. We would just wipe our faces. Oh! 
And now you love chew tobacco. Because oh, <laughs> it slowly leaked in your mouth every time. Yeah. Uh, Karen's right at the top here. What's the uh, biggest dad mistake that you experienced? You know, I, well, we grew up in a small town in B.C., and um, when we had really hot summer days, my dad would cut the top off an, um, an old oil barrel yeah. and fill it with water. And that would be like our little swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> with massively sharp edges. Don't touch the edges, kids. <laughs> right, pretty much. And we would come out, my sister and I would come out and we'd be all like, look real sparkly and beautiful, like little mermaids. And what it was was all the rust and oil coming off the so, <laughs> Yes. We laugh so hard now because we're like, oh, and we kind of whispered if people are talking about their, you know, it's one of those ongoing jokes in the family about, you know, well, you had it rough. Think about us. We swam in oil barrels. Yeah, you swam in oil-filled water. (laughs) Exactly. The big oil slick. So in hindsight, I think my parents probably should have made a better choice. Um, But that's my big dad moment. I freaking love that one. I love it. That's great. Thanks for sharing that, Karen. (laughs) No problem. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. That's the best ever. She's like, we're mermaids. Oh, yeah, because you just come up with a film on you. Meanwhile, you're covered in poison. You're like, look at us glisten in the sun. I'm surprised I didn't do that. I'm surprised (laughs) that's not my bathtub. That's great. Uh, let's go, uh, oh, Chris, uh, you're the one that made the dad mistake, right? Uh, yes, yes, I, uh, I am. I mean, I'm sure my father's made tons, but uh, I'll rag on myself. <laughs> okay, right. what did you get up to? Uh, other than mistaking my only two children's names and getting them wrong and yelling at each other. Oh, yeah. Wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, my, my three-year-old likes to, uh, well, he likes to be tossed around. Yeah. So I, I play with him while we're up in our bedroom, throw him up against the bed, and he runs up pick him up and I do it again yeah one day I wasn't really paying attention and we kind of have a concrete wall <gasps> at the head of our bed oh no, oh, no. so I was throwing him and I uh, I think I guess I threw him too far too hard yeah the back of his head hit the concrete wall oh <laughs> no uh oh <laughs> poor little guy <laughs> He got right back up and wanted me to throw him. Oh, of course, yeah, right? For sure, yeah. yeah. Probably just got up, laughed, and ran right back at yeah. you. Meanwhile, you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> He cried and ran to mommy, got a hug, and then wanted to be thrown. And then carried yeah. on again, yeah. Of course, you're yeah. You're like, maybe it's time to get a big old padded headboard here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Chris. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. That's Mom. like those videos that you see online, too, of... Uh, like parents carrying those big exercise balls. Yeah. And you throw them at your kid mm-hmm. and they got a lot of bounce to them. All of a sudden the kid's like, boom, yeah. gone. <laughs> Hits the wall. I really wish that we kept that ability to shake it off though. Yeah. Because as I get, you know, as you get older, things hurt. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if you can bounce off a concrete wall and just kind of shake it off and go back for more, man. I think even if I uh, threw an exercise ball at you and it bounced you, I, I think cry. you'd be upset. Yeah. I would be. If I got an exercise ball in the face, I'd probably cry. Oh, yeah. Uh, this text here to say, guys, I remember being on a half-inflated air mattress and my dad jumping on the other side. He would launch us kids about 20 feet into the air and we would land on the hard ground. Yes, that's awesome. Then we'd run back for more. Oh, yeah. Isn't that you, funny? You could you have shake it off. Like many broken limbs when oh, you carry yeah. on. Uh, Haley, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. All right, so uh, we're talking dad mistakes here. Uh, did your dad make one? Yes, he did. Yeah, what did he get up to? Uh, me, my two younger brothers and him were at home for the weekend. I don't know where my stepmom was. I think she was working and we always make shepherd's pie. Yeah. So my dad was making shepherd's pie. We were kind of hanging out, probably playing video games or playing outside. 
And we come in when it was done, and we're all kind of staring at it, looking at it. Me and my brother are like, Dad, this looks, like, odd. <laughs> well, we normally use uh, shredded cheese, but we only had those single slice cheese, and he forgot to take the plastic off all of them. Oh, oh Dad! No. <laughs> and it's just yeah. all melted in? Yeah, well, it was really shiny, and we're all like, dude, it doesn't look like this ever. Like, why does it look so, like, glisteny? Glisteny? So yeah, it was shiny as could be. Oh. oh, Dad. Did he end up yeah. just throwing it out? Yeah, his eyes kind of bulged. He's like, oh, right. Like, oh, I would hope that he threw it out. Yeah. Not, I'll pick the plastic <laughs> off, kids. Text Crash and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. RCMP south of the city in Leduc are searching for a damaged truck involved in a collision, which sent a woman to hospital with serious injuries on Wednesday night. Just after 11 o'clock, a woman in an SUV was merging onto the QE2 uh, just north of Airport Road when she was struck from behind, believed by what is a 2010 to a 2012 Dodge Ram truck also driving north. Imagine just being hit out of the blue. And then and then, yeah, and then the gone. car takes off. That's crazy. Police say that the evidence on the scene indicates the truck will have major front end damage. The vehicle is believed to be a red or maroon colored Dodge Ram truck. Uh, 2,500 or 3,500 truck. RCMP are asking the public to keep an eye out. Um, they they released a stock photo. It's a nice looking truck in the mm. stock photo. Yeah. The 47 year old driver of the SUV was taken to hospital. She is believed to be in stable, non life threatening condition. Uh, anyone with any information is being asked to contact uh, Leduc RCMP or, of course, submit your tips anonymously through Crime Stoppers. All right, did you guys see the drama that went down over the stolen Edmonton Oilers ring? Uh, well, if you didn't, I'll give you the lowdown here. So, first of all, Norm Lacombe is the former Oiler who owns the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a first full year with the Oilers in 1987 in the 88 season, right in the middle. Prime Oilers dynasty. Now, that year, the Oilers would go all the way to win their fourth Stanley Cup in five years. Well, Norm Lacombe uh, decided that he, it looks like he was going to go golfing. Earlier in the week, so he left his Stanley Cup ring and his wallet in his vehicle. Bad idea. Yeah, never leave it in your vehicle. Uh, he was going in for a round of golf, and uh, the next day when he was heading out for groceries, he realized that the wallet and the ring were gone. Mm-hmm. So he left it in his vehicle. Now, here's what happened is RCMP, of course, uh, got involved, and they put out the call to the public to see if you you know, could find this Stanley Cup ring. Well, now let's go out to Devon, where a suspect was caught on camera walking into a store wearing the ring. This guy's a complete idiot. Did you see this? What an like idiot. This, look at him. Oh, he looks like a, like a homie G, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So his picture was circulated yesterday because he was spotted um, walking into a store in Devon. You got to post the uh, full body shot of him because you can see the ring on his finger. You can see the ring. Yeah. It, it's glistening in the security camera. And he's kind of walking like he's showing it off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yo. Like, you idiot. Yo, you're what's wearing up? it. Clearly, you're not part of the Stanley Cup game in 88. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, but here's where the story gets even more interesting. Now, since his picture was posted all over the media yesterday... Guess who got a phone call last night? Who? Norm Lacombe. They found it? From an anonymous guy saying, I've got your ring. What? Oh, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just want to meet you. I've got your ring. <gasps> so Norm was like, cool. What are we going to do here? And he agreed to meet the anonymous caller. Are you kidding? In a public location to go get his Stanley Cup ring back. He got it. And they did everything without cops? On Thursday night, Norm Lacombe is saying he received a phone call. I've got your ring. Mm -hmm. From someone telling him he got the ring from the thief. Lacombe agreed to meet the caller at a public location and he got the ring back. Wow. Do you think... Isn't that something? So, yeah, clearly cops weren't involved in this part. They I don't know if they, they were or not. Well, they would have arrested the guy. Yeah, but the guy that they... doesn't matter if he's given it back. He still stole something. He still something. has it. Yeah, so the cops would have arrested him. So he did this without the cops. A, very dangerous. B, I'm thinking it's a relative. Oh, like a... Of Lacombe. Oh, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I think someone broke... Why would you ever agree to meet up with someone that stole something from you? Because it wasn't the thief. It was someone who knew the thief. Oh. Mm. I think it was the thief. I've got the ring. Yeah. I'm. Th How did that guy get the ring? He said that he knows the thief. And he got the no, ring back. That's, that's and a the guy, thief. the guy who stole the ring wants the heat off of his tail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. He, wa he doesn't want any heat on him anymore. Mm-hmm. Here's no. the thing, though. He didn't get the wallet. Because mm. his wallet and the ring were stolen. Yeah. So he's not too concerned about the wallet. So on Thursday night, Lacombe got the call, went, met the guy who said that he got the ring from the thief. He said he was ecstatic when he retrieved the memento. I don't know. Because uh, cops aren't involved in that. I'm, I'm thinking it might be That's an what they said, though. Here's, they were like, Lacombe. We've got the ring. Do not call the cops. <laughs> That's one, what they did. This story sounds so Canadian now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a friendly handshake. Well, thank you. Yeah. Sorry we had a little mix up there. Uh, Chantel says, my favorite part is, look what this guy's wearing. Wasn't it super hot that day? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, he's that's, dressed like it's winter. He's got, like, borderline fur coat on. Some people are saying it looks like you, Crash. No, no, it doesn't. No, that doesn't look like Crash. No. Crash does not wear jeans like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you highlight? <laughs> not the face? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't wear baggy jeans like that. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. Yeah, I think it was definitely that guy. And I think when they finally got down to it, a little more investigating, I bet you Lacombe knew. No, I... Knew of this guy. Because uh, you never meet anyone like that without cops. Uh, Crash, people are texting in saying, hey, Crash, um, mm. just so you know, I am the same age as Norm Lacombe, and old people are old school. No need for cops. We'll do it on our own. Oh, okay. They're, you're right. Do you think Lacombe was packing? Uh, no, but like, think about my dad. If my dad got something stolen and they said, don't get the cops involved, we'll bring it back. Oh, I guess. My dad would go get it. That is, that is a, a good point. He wouldn't even blink an eye. He'd be like, well, we're going to meet at Timmy's. Yeah, he'd meet at Timmy's. He'd stand in the parking lot. Probably and be buy like, the guy a coffee, probably, too. Yeah, probably get the guy a coffee. Yeah. Maybe a small pack of Tim's. Timbits. Mm -hmm. You know my dad would do he that. He totally would. If it means getting like something very important to him back, oh my god, dad! When my dad wouldn't even tell his family he was going, he'd just go do it. <laughs> that is a good point. He would. Mm -hmm. He absolutely would. Hmm. Well, I got his ring back. Oh, but now look at people are on the case. Here's one. How did they get Norm's phone number? Right. I think it's totally. I think I think there's something going on here. Norm put out a um, cash reward. Norm wouldn't put his phone number on it though. Yeah, it is. It's his cash reward. It's a poster. That's his home number with his phone number on it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And it says, please return no questions asked. 
So Norm held up his end of the deal. I guess. So, like, our older listeners are saying, yeah, we're old school. That's what we do. Was there, did he, oh, yeah, how much of a cash reward did he do? I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, 1988, Lacombe, Edmonton, Stanley Cup Championship ring was stolen from its owner in Edmonton on May 28th. Please return. No questions asked. And it just says cash reward. Hmm. You probably flipped him a couple, hundy. Hmm. I'd flip him something. <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Another one here says, you guys, Norm is probably in the phone book. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. So, Norm got his ring back, and we can all rest easy mm. this weekend, knowing yeah. that he got it back. All right, do you guys toss out, like, a yogurt cup, even if it's a few days past its best before date? I won't even touch it if it's day of expiry. Really? Nope. I won't touch it. Is there something that you will go past? I'm okay with, like... No. S- uh, yogurt, yogurt, sour cream. In my mind, as soon as I see the date, I know it's totally wrong and it's a waste of food. But if I see the date is even coming up on expiry time, in my mind, it changes the taste of it. And I'm like, this is gross. It's gross. I the, can't do it. The one thing I will not do past its uh, uh, date is milk. A carton of milk. That's oh. the only thing that I've taken a gamble with. Really? I've, I've done that mm-hmm. like two days after. Are you guys eating uh, expired food in your home? No. no. You don't, Rachel push it. How, she thinks they're like, uh, like suggested. A she'll she'll taste it. If it tastes fine for her, it's it's fine. The best it's such be- a mum move. Yeah, the best before date is definitely a suggested date. Ooh. It doesn't mean that day it does expire, but in my mind, it tastes different. They're pretty firm with the date, though. It doesn't say like the week of January seventeenth to twenty fourth. No, it, says it says January nineteenth. Yeah. yeah. Well, research suggests that Canadians are among the biggest food wasters in the world. A recent study found that every Canadian lost or wasted almost 400 kilograms of food a year. Mm. That's a lot of waste. Mm -hmm. Apparently, though, a new study says that we are totally wrong and we are out to lunch when it comes to best before dates. Uh, We discovered that our boss drank a uh, drink that was over four years old the other day. We discovered after she left. Oh, yeah, there was they a Palm it, Bay. Yeah, they pulled it out of uh, the shed or something, threw it in the cooler, and our boss gave it to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's more in the cooler. I'm like, there's no other Palm Bays in the cooler. After she left, uh, chatting with uh, Shani, he's like, yeah, that thing's over four years old. Yeah, it was, we found it in that <laughs> shed. How did any sort of liquor around the boss stay around uh, for yeah. years? <laughs> a good, good point. point. I think it was hidden. <laughs> it fell behind something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, that what this means is, is that Canada needs to standardize dates and terms. Uh, this is already taking place in both Europe and the United States. Apparently, we've got it all freaking wrong when it comes to best before dates. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, what that best before date refers to is not safety but quality. They say that most products carry dates that don't, they don't even need them. Uh, I want to do this right now. Uh, 780-489-4669. If you ate something that was really old, I want to know the oldest, oldest thing, thing that you ate. Okay. Yeah, okay. The oldest. Like, you ate it, and then you're like, at the end of it, you look at the date, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. The oldest thing that you ate. Give us a shout. Uh, they also say that one of the big problems here in Canada as well, that the date might say best before 1 slash 3. Yeah. Most people don't know if that's January 3rd or March 1st. I know. Yeah, make so it you clear. you just throw it out. Always take the under. 
Yeah, they say the clarity needs to be completely changed. Yeah, put put the month on it. Have you guys ever heard of a sell-by date? That was uh-huh. my mom's oh, yeah, when we were one. kids. Well, yeah. That's what she called it. Because we'd be like, Mom, milk's expired. She's like, no, that's a sell-by date. The <laughs> store s- has to sell it by then. <laughs> we're still um, good for two believe weeks. Believe it or not, your mom was right. The best before dates on uh, our packaging mm. is a sell-by date. It's not an eat-by date. Well, how, so it can't sit on Safeway's shelf, but it can sit on mine? <laughs> we got the same <laughs> have humidity. Yeah. Well, pretty much, though, it should be sold by that date for it to be fresh. So you can sit on your shelf for two weeks after it's been sold. Well, who knows how long it's sitting there for then? It's probably been there a while. On my shelf, though, as long as I buy it from the store, it's, it can live in my cupboard forever? Yes. Mm-hmm. They also say that um, how the quality of food goes down is so slight. For example, they say a chip might be just slightly crispier if you eat it before the date. So the, the significance is so small that you wouldn't even know it. They also say you would be amazed at how long yogurt actually lasts. I, I, I'd rather you, not. No, <laughs> you open yogurt and you see like a big old, like, like it's separated. There's a water layer on top. I'm not remixing it. Here's That's, what's also but. funny is that uh, people in the news who get sick off of food, mm. it is never because it's too old. <sighs> Son of a... Uh, we got a bunch of peeps that have eaten expired yeah. stuff. Let's find the uh, oldest. Uh, we'll start with Northside Jay. How you doing, bud? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hi, good. good. Okay, so we're talking about eating old food. Uh, how old of food did you eat? Uh, <laughs> two-year-old yogurt. Two-year-old yogurt? And how did it yeah. taste? Just fine. Yeah. No, no, I don't Just believe fine. it. How? It had a little bit of... It, had, it tasted a little, uh, if it's possible, flat. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, it was just fine. How was your bee hole after? Fine. Really? No yeah, it was perfectly sealed up. It was this, it was that. And I was just rooting through the fridge one day. I'm like, ooh, yogurt. And I grabbed it, didn't realize that it had been that long so I'd seen my fridge. Yeah. And uh, yeah, ate it. Then I looked, I'm like, oh, crap, 96. <laughs> 96? <laughs> <laughs> this was 1998. Oh, okay, no. yeah. And yeah. did you just like mix oh. it up? No, I just ate it straight. Oh, oh, and man. you felt okay afterwards? You were all right? Mixed, oh, yeah. It was mixed berry Yoplait yogurt. They know their stuff. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, thanks, Northside Jay. You guys have a good one. You too, man. Bye-bye. You know, it's funny because right in the story it says you'd be surprised at how long yogurt will last. I, I felt bad because I go on uh, kicks where I think I'm going to eat yogurt. Yeah. So I buy like the big eight pack. Yeah. And I put it in the fridge and I never get around to eating it. I look at the date. I'm like, oh, son of a. It's expired by two weeks. I throw it out. It almost seems like a ploy to get more. You just spend more. But why even chance it? What's Jay? Yogurt's like a dollar. Throw it away, Jay. It's your life. Yeah. He was hungry. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I don't feel like going up. Hey, there's yogurt here. And he lived to tell the I haven't the seen tale. the back of this fridge in a long time. That's right. Uh, another one. Let's go with uh, Daryl. How are you doing, Daryl? Good. How are you? Good, good. What's the oldest thing that you ate? Nine-year-old frozen bologna. Excuse me? Nine-year-old? Yeah. It was stuck behind some old fish sticks. Yeah. And my, my parents went away grocery shops, and I was 16 years old at the time and hungry. Yeah. So I was rummaging through the freezer and I found this bologna so I fried it up and I made one big sandwich. <laughs> With nine-year-old bologna. <laughs> oh, huh. man. How, how, and how was it? How'd you feel? I felt great. Yep. 16 years old, I had a cat on stomach so it didn't even bother me at all. Oh, no, I bet. If you ate it now, I bet you your backside would be screaming at you. Oh, if I ate it now, I'd still be sitting on the toilet screaming. <laughs> 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 Call 
pulling us from the loop. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Then you're topping that one. Thanks, Daryl. Have a good day. You too, man. Bye bye. So it was it frozen bologna. Frozen then? It bologna. must have been because yeah. it was behind the fish sticks. I just cleaned out the. Uh, uh, freezer at the family cabin, yeah. and I pulled out a pack of sausages from last year, and they changed color. I'm like, ugh, these are disgusting. So I could I could imagine what this nine year old baloney looked like. Give them to Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, I should have saved it for you, man. Uh, this text here says, "Hey guys, we just cleaned out our fridge at work. Yeah, there was a yogurt in the back that was a year old, and my boss went, whoa, whoa, don't throw that out. Give that to me. No, he opened it up and ate it with a plastic spoon. <sighs> That's a power move from your boss. That's him showing his dominance. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Oh, I don't is. know. I wouldn't chance that. Uh, another one here. Uh, hey, Don. I think good morning. Hey. Hi. All right. So, oldest thing that you ate? I family went to my gra- or my wife's grandmother's place one time. Yeah. For lunch, and part of lunch was salad. Yeah. And I asked if they had any salad dressing because there was none on the table, and Julie said, "Well." I don't usually use that, but you can see in the fridge if there's some. So I'm looking around, you know, way in the back of the fridge, find some, shake it up, smell it, smells good. Yeah. Had it on my salad. And then we were putting dishes and stuff away after lunch. I checked the date on it. It was outdated by seven years. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it was open. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, and it, I'm fine. And you were fine? It didn't taste weird? Fine. No, it tasted fine. I always wondered that about salad. It was like a vinaigrette salad or something. Yeah. Or dressing, which I don't normally use. So, I mean. I always wondered that about salad dressing because Mars will toss it immediately if it's like two days old. I don't know why. It's just like a vinaigrette dressing. For years after. The best before date, as far as I understand, is put there by legislation. Like they have to put a date. It has to expire at one point. Yeah, half the time I think the date that they pick is just random. Yeah. So Mars, <laughs> you gotta, Mars, that, you gotta so. stop throwing out their salad dressings. Mm. They're all good. Yeah, it's exactly. just vinegar and oil. Yeah. yeah. How can it go bad? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Famous last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Don. If it's still in the fridge, it's probably still good. Yeah, oh, no kidding. True. Okay, thanks, buddy. See you guys. Okay, bye bye. Uh, Holly says, hey guys, just like Don, I have salad dressing over a year. Mm hmm. Uh, past the due date in my fridge still tastes good. I've also eaten yogurt that is six months old. Just give it a good old mix. <sighs> I never look at dates. I judge on taste. If it tastes good, I'll eat it. I only got the poops once, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Holly. <laughs> when you're yes. stirring your yogurt, you're not Superman turning back time. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. getting it back to, back to uh, brand new there. Holly's not wasting. No, only the poops ones. Yeah. Uh, TJ's on four. How you doing, TJ? Good, man. How about you? Good, good. good. Uh, oldest thing that you ate? I had 10-year-old Fruity Pebbles. No, you didn't. Oh, boy. Those would be chewy. Well, <laughs> that's kind of like I, I, I put fresh milk into it. Yeah. It looked and smelled fine. Uh, this was at my grandmother's cabin. It had been a while since I'd been out there kind of thing. I think cabins are, are the big, bad place. To oh, yeah. You bring stuff out, and then you forget about it, right? Well, exactly. And that's, I thought it was relatively new. I was in my late teens, and so I was like, ooh, Fruity Pebbles. I haven't had these in a long time, and I probably still shouldn't have. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, yeah, they weren't so... Crispy? <laughs> no. Yeah, they would be. They'd be that chewy. And they would stick to your teeth. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah, be good. Stuck to the roof of my mouth, and it was just not a good situation. <laughs> no. And you said that was ten years old. Yeah, it was ten years old. I looked. At, I was like, "What the hell is wrong with these things?" And I looked at the box, and I was like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> the logo has already changed. It's so <laughs> old. <laughs> All right, thanks, TJ. No problem, guys. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, the old cereal goes in the into that. Yeah. 
chewy. Well, yeah, it just gets really stale. chewy. Yeah. Uh, here, this is what uh, a lot of peeps are uh, doing, I'm finding. How you doing, Kevin? Hey, guys, how's it going? Good, Hi, good. good. Okay, so a lot of peeps are worried about uh, expired yogurt, but uh, you like this. Well, that's the thing. Is it's, it's actually kind of funny. My wife will buy expired yogurt because it's 50% off. Yeah. But it's really, it's just sour yogurt. It's, it doesn't expire. It's already a mold. I, I, yeah, it is. You're oh, right. I, have you ever made homemade yogurt? No. Warm milk, put it in the cupboard, and there you go. Oh, no, it's yeah. not. They get a cheesecloth, yeah, and you can squeeze out the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's funny, because she'll throw sour cream after, like, one day after the expired date. I'm like, why are you doing that? She's like, well, it's expired. It's like, what is it? It's sour cream. Yeah, Some and yet she'll expired. do yogurt. It- <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> she's like, I was like, wait a week, you get cottage cheese. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's nasty. All right. Uh, leaving eggs out. If she accidentally leaves the eggs out overnight, and she'll throw out the whole garden. I was like, what did you just do? Yeah. Eggs are dangerous. They sit out outside. You know, yeah, you travel to other countries and they don't refrigerate their eggs. Well, the problem is our mm-hmm. eggs, if they were never refrigerated when they were being cleaned and stuff, then you could leave them out. But because they were already chilled and cleaned, oh, that's that why, why they have to stay in the fridge. Uh, yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't either, but... Don't leave your eggs out. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave your eggs out. Yeah. All right, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Take care, Kev. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes. I found a um, a tub of sour cream in our fridge. Mm. April 28th. I would, Should I eat it? It's never been opened. Don't touch it. You guys, you do okay for yourself, Marge. You can afford like the $2 and get some more <laughs> sour cream. I don't know what's going people push it. Don't. You've got families. I, I understand it's called sour cream, but I, don't, I wouldn't chance it. Never opened April 28th, 14%. The big, the nice, thick one. Don't feed it to me because it's going to taste different. In my mind. And is that true? No, Haley, it's not fine. Don't encourage her. Like, sour cream will eventually go worse than sour, right? People are like, it's already sour. But there must so. be some extra level Let it can see. turn to. How I don't know. long sour cream last? Don't. It, it, I'm going to eat it. Unfortunately, it's probably like six months. And look at all these people that leave their eggs out. Oh, you go anywhere else in the world and eggs are not refrigerated. Yeah, oh. I've always read, though, because yeah. the eggs are, like, through the process of cleaning and doing what they need to do, they're chilled. So if... If you put them back into just regular warm, they will spoil. I heard that's what keeps them from getting fertilized, too. If you leave your eggs out, you could get a chicken. Uh, no. Uh, I don't think it works. Uh, I think that's uh, right. No. Wrong. Pretty sure it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know much about stuff, but, <laughs> but that you do now. <laughs> no. Uh, another one here. Uh, Sarah, how you doing? Hello. Good. How are you guys? Good. 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 Okay, so uh, you ate something really old. No, it wasn't me. It was oh. my uh, friend from university. Okay. He loved sweets, was a really big cookies, cake kind of guy. Yeah. So he came home to his parents' uh, deep freeze looking for something to eat and uh, finds a big slab of cake. Mm. So whatever, unsaws it, warms it up a little, gets a glass of milk, eats the whole slab. Right. Thinks nothing of it. His mom comes home. And sees him eating this cake, and she goes, what is that? Where'd you get that? And he goes, oh, I just found this big slab of cake in the freezer. Was it her wedding goes, cake? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It was It was his uh, parents' 23-year-old wedding cake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so not only had he eaten 23-year-old cake, <laughs> he ate something like 
kind of valuable to his parents. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. oh, and it's crazy were- that he's like, what? It tastes like cake. It's fine. Literally, he's like this because it's like slab, like like sheet cake or whatever they yeah. had left over. For sure. And he just thought it was like from someone's birthday. Yeah. He's like, whatever. It can't be that old. Thing. No. And so he uh, he sat there and then he had to tell his dad what he did later. With- <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Your wedding, yeah. your wedding cake from 23 years ago. Yeah. So I think I think they hit. 25 years and he was in charge of the cake and everybody just made the biggest yeah <laughs> absolutely biggest farce out of him oh for sure of yeah course. you're like you can eat the cake now have at her yeah that might be the yeah. oldest though 23 20, that, that is definitely the oldest yes yeah, yeah thanks so much for sharing that sarah thanks guys okay bye bye yeah i'm gonna say that's probably the oldest then at 23 the oldest not the grossest i would say the grossest would be the bologna sandwich the nine-year-old bologna yeah that's pretty gross because it would have had freezer burn all over yeah. it and that would have been nasty. And he was a kid when he ate it, so the bologna was like, he had grown up with that bologna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, he yeah, spent right. a lot of years <laughs> yeah, that exactly. bologna. his age. <laughs> oh, that's super gross. All right, I want to tackle an email from a now family member, and uh, if you've got a story that you want to share with us, if you can relate, uh, definitely give us a shout, 780-489-4669. Um, this email, uh, it's from a guy, he wants me to keep him anonymous, as most people do. Yeah. So, hey guys, I just want to ask the now family if this is weird. Uh, I met a girl online. We've been uh, chatting. We've been texting and talking uh, constantly. I think she is really cool. Uh, we went out for the first time the other night, uh, just saw over the last weekend, and we had an absolute blast. Uh, on Wednesday, we went out again. Okay, so let's get the timeline first of all. They went out last weekend. Mm-hmm. They had an absolute blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got together on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and she invited him back to her place. Hey. This is where yeah. it starts. And this is uh, this would be second date. This is would be second date. Yeah. We started making out. We went from the couch to the bedroom. Yes. When I got into her room, I noticed that she had printed out a picture of me from my social <gasps> and put it in a frame. Shut up. Hmm. No. I lo- Run! <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, is that a picture of me? And she said, oops, you weren't supposed to see that. That was all she said. And then we started making out again. No, uh, you can't continue. Well, that's creepy. She printed off your social media photos and framed framed it. it. It's not just just a printout thrown on your nightstand. It's framed. I told my buddies about this and they think I should run. To be honest, guys, I'm on the fence. (laughs) I understand that it's very weird, but a part of me feels flattered. Is she moving too fast? And is this a major red flag? Oh, man. I'm sorry. Abort! 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 Crash is out. <laughs> you get the H out of there, man. That is terrifying. You, you think that that's too much? Oh, that's way too much. Second date? Second date. It's fantastic that they were heading to the bedroom and making out having fun, but that photo, come on. All right, let's get to the bottom of this. And it does anyone in the Now family have a story to share where someone moved way too fast? That is beyond Like, fast. were you married on the first date? Jeez. And if he's still on the fence like that, he's night on was, the fence. That Wednesday night was good. Oh yeah, Wednesday night was. <laughs> if he's like, you know, guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Give her clearly, a clearly went all the way. Jeez. Oh, uh, has anyone else had a red flag like this go up? Did you start seeing somebody and they thought that you were soulmates and you'd be together forever? Second date. Did anyone have cutouts of you? Yeah. Did someone? 
have your picture. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about people who have moved too fast. Uh, maybe it was like date one, date two. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, maybe they're talking about buying a ring and you're like, what is going on here? They're uh, photoshopping photos of you together. Yes, right? Like, who knows? Wedding photos. Wouldn't that be glorious? You come home and there's a Photoshop wedding photo above your mantle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Run. Right? Uh, I want to jump to uh, Shannon on two here. How you doing, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? Good. 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 Okay, so you have a story about uh, someone moving too fast. Yeah, so I, I met this guy on Facebook, and we, we chatted a couple days, and then uh, he uh, we went for coffee. We just sat and drank coffee about an hour, and, uh, you know, uh, went our separate ways. And then night later on, he texted, and he said, uh, I uh, I love you. And I said, no, you don't. <laughs> well, you're like, oh, oh no. no. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, no, you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> How did you respond? Yeah, no, we do. And I said, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and this is after a couple hours of basically first meeting. Yeah, like just coffee, just sitting in a in his truck in the parking lot of Jim Horton. <sighs> yeah. And you just like do you just write it off immediately? You're like, hey, we're done. We can never see each other again. Or did you uh, dabble in that for a bit? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, the I love you is. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. It's heavy. That's a heavy. What about uh, uh, like nowadays? What if someone sent you a heart emoji? No, no, I no. don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Right? I know. No, right. I'm with Shannon. Don't. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let, that be for le- let that be a lesson for anyone who yes. says meeting someone for the first time. Yeah. No heart emojis. Don't say I love you. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Shannon. Hey, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, well, what about love at first sight? I've actually done with to, uh, this to someone. I met a woman who I was chatting with online. We went for coffee, and I fell in love with her the moment that I saw her. I told her after our coffee date that I thought that I fell in love with her. Oh. I never heard from her again. Yeah, this is like Shannon's situation. Oh boy. Okay, you can fall in love at first sight, Just but don't, don't let anyone know. Don't let any. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Yeah, because you, if you really do, like, if, if those. If those chemicals in your brain and in your body are just firing on all cylinders, yeah. and you're like, wow, like what I'm feeling here, I think is love. Um, keep that to yourself. Yeah, and especially if you're just feeling it in your pants, right? Keep that to yourself and, too. And and you don't want to like you don't want to scare that person away like a like a bird mm. that they flutter away, and you're like, well, there went my, went my soulmate. So just you I'm know. gonna say once when that text went down with Shannon, she was like, what? <laughs> Long gone. Listen to this text. It says, hey guys, I want to stay anonymous. I had someone make a slideshow of my pictures from Facebook. No. A couple of weeks after starting to date. I went over to his place and he had the slideshow running on his TV. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh my God. Your Facebook pictures. I would turn around and walk out. A slideshow. Nope. Nope. You do not make a slideshow without my approval. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's go to uh, Jace. How you doing, Jace? Good day. Excellent. All right, so uh, what's your situation of uh, someone moving too fast? All right, this was like uh, probably five, six years ago here when I was uh, doing online dating. Yeah. And I had, uh, I did, I can't remember if I messaged her, she messaged me first, whatever. But uh, we talked like the work weeks, so like five days, and that weekend she wanted me to uh, go down and go see her. So I figured whatever, we'd go and watch a movie. 
we got back to her apartment and she sets up her laptop to start watching a movie and it's like cycling through like all of my profile photos. No! See, there's the slideshow! She said it as the, uh, like, screensaver. Yeah, as a screensaver, just like cycling constantly over like eight pictures or whatever I had. And I I kind of, I kind of said like, oh, that's, she's like, oh, and kind of like you guys did before, like, oh, you weren't supposed to see that. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, and she's like, I kind of told my parents about you. I'm like, excuse me? says <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, it was exactly like before when you played that air raid siren. That's, that was in my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I got to go. Uh, Did you find an excuse to get out of there immediately? Yeah, I said my. I think I said my brother. I needed it was his car was stuck on the highway or some crap like that. My brother is uh, dying. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, much, yeah. and you never went back, did you, Jace? No, I did not. Yeah, you dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> what a what a story. Thanks oh, for sharing boy. that, man. Have a good day, guys. Okay, take care. Bye bye. I didn't think bye. we would get a call on the slideshow. That is so. Sad she had her like computer open, yeah. her laptop, and it was cycling through photos of him from yeah. his social. Do you think that's like a modern day? Remember how like you have books or diaries or school books, and you write someone's name over and over and over that, you're, that write... you're crushing on. So now yeah. people are saving all your private photos. And you might be right. Making it a background. Or I used to write saver. like my name and then the last name of the guy. Yeah. That I crushed on, and I'd be like, Mrs. Mars so-and-so. And Although, I, I guess that's a teen thing. We're talking as adult oh, yeah, relationships. these are adult people. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, let's go uh, Shrek's hanging on. How you sure. doing, Shrek? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, oh, doing, doing pretty, pretty good. good. Right, so uh, with this email that we got, did you end up in a very similar situation? Um, A little worse. Uh-oh, what How happened? is it worse than a printed photo? Well... Ran into a, gir- a girl I knew at the bar. She's yeah. a friend of mine. She had a friend with her. Uh, me and her friend sort of hit it off. Next thing I know, she, uh, like, the next day, she knows where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, she got my phone number. She knows the hours I work, where I work, oh. what I drive. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. She went full stalker. Like, And she mm. would just basically track you all day. Yeah, I, I don't know how she claimed to have a full-time job and be able to literally follow me for the entire day. Like, oh, no. And after you met her, did uh, like did things escalate to, uh, like, you you guys knocking boots or something? Like, it, was there, did she think this is, like, a full-blown relationship immediately? Um, there, was, there was some boot knocking, but uh, that's sort of where it ended, like, to the point where it was at the, the mutual friend of ours' house. Yeah. And that she never got my phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, and that mutual friend claimed that she'd never given my phone number to her. Oh, she totally did. Oh, she did. So this girl was really, really? she was really into you. She wanted, she wanted Shrek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Yeah, damn right. She, she wanted but Shrek. She, she was super creepy. Oh, Yeah, God. I mean, when you're. But you're just super irresistible, I guess. Yeah, when you start following somebody around, they'll go into their work and well, it's yeah. not right. Did, how, long till, how long till, how long till you got rid of her? Uh, well, it almost went to the police because it started getting oh. that bad. Oh, um, probably a good seven months. Holy seven months? crap, that's way too long. She went after Shrek for seven months. I think at that point you would have rathered the photo on the nightstand. <laughs> right? You're like, <laughs> well, tried. flattering. Let's continue. Let's continue, yeah. <laughs> uh, Crazy story, man. Well, yeah, thanks for yeah. sharing that, Shrek. Thanks, Shrek. No problem, guys. Have a good one. You too, man. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, mm. anyone that gets crazy stalkerish, run, run, yeah, run. Yeah, she just wanted a piece of Shrek, right? Yeah.
apparently is irresistible. Yeah. Uh, another one. Let's go. Uh, what do we got? Uh, yeah, we'll do one more here. Sure. Odie, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Excellent. All right. So you had a guy that got really comfortable with you immediately. Yes, I did. Oh, how, how bad? How bad did it get? Um, within like, I think it was like the second or third time I was at his place, he was literally dropping juices with the door wide open. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, that's, why? Did, did you, did you, uh, do you portray yourself as like really open and easygoing? Um, I, I do consider myself an easygoing open person, but like, that's just like, even like with my now husband, like. Uh, it definitely took years before I would do that. Yeah, not second date where he's like, I'll be right back. And he goes into the bathroom and drops Boom. a douche with the door open. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely one of the... Yeah, oh, my gosh. That is definitely moving that's too fast. That's moving too fast. Way too, too fast. fast. Yeah, okay, thanks, Odie. No problem. Have a good day, guys. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, citing uh, widespread consumption of drugs and public safety issues. The city of Edmonton has now announced in a timely manner that they are going to impose an immediate moratorium on raves. Oh. They're not down with the raves. Um, Is it because of all the, the crap that goes on? Yeah. Um... We still rave? Oh, I think raves are popular. But... I think your brother still goes to raves. No, he doesn't go to raves. I'm, I'm pretty sure he does. No, I don't think he goes to raves. Well, I think, he's still, I think he still raves out. What does that mean? An immediate moratorium? Well, it will be prohibited. There mm. will no longer be raves. In public places. In the city. Yeah. In um, public buildings. Raves were huge when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've never been to a rave. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've been to raves. Could you call... Uh, when we went... Uh, we were on vacation and we decided to go to that Calvin Harris Outdoor Music Festival. Yeah, that was that, a music festival. That would have been... But that would have been that's ravey. Not a ra- no way. That's not a rave. Okay, that was the closest thing that I've been to that was rave-esque. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a rave. Kids were selling drugs. Oh, yeah. Kids were selling drugs. Like, kids. I, yeah, kids. I'm talking like 13-year-old. Yeah, like they were really small. They had their they backpacks were... full of drugs. I thought it was homework. It was drugs. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a rave. That was, I don't know, that was because like a music ev- festival. But everyone was just blitzed. But a rave is like the soothers. Oh, like the full deal. The full, you know, um, like pigtails and like the furry boots up to the knees. Oh, and, I've never, oh, yeah, I've, I've never been to one of those. I have raved. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's going to a parking lot rave tomorrow at the ranch. Oh, so it's still happening. Uh, it's been banned. No, in public uh, public uh, buildings. Oh, in the buildings, yeah. yeah. public buildings. Like the Shaw Conference Center and stuff. I, I just, I had no idea that raves were so popular. I thought that was like a 90s. Mm-hmm. 90s to like 2010 tops. Mm-hmm. They're uh, kiboshing the it because now. people are being drugs, people are overdosing. And that's yeah. exactly it. They're saying that they've looked at their mm-hmm. report and it's just not worth it. Widespread consumption of drugs to enhance users' sensory perceptions mm-hmm. and to increase their energy levels so that people can dance for eight, nine hours. Events like this are usually held in licensed venues, including the mall, West Edmonton Mall, Shaw Conference Center. And apparently they attract guests in their mid-20s, 40% female, 60% male. Mm-hmm. City police often work alongside private security companies that are hired to uh, watch these events, but they say that they are just the city's just done with it. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> this one 
We don't have raves in Canada. We have dance parties. You want to go to a rave? Go to the States. Now that's a rave. Yeah, like a... What, do they just have, like, drugs... Rave. Coming down from the ceiling in the States? Yeah, I think so. If you look at, if you look at raves in Vegas, it's... I've never been to a rave like that. I did go to a rave once in, when I was living in Vancouver, though, and that was uh, that was crazy. Because everyone's crazy saying, night. watch your drink. Obviously, that's a big issue, right? We didn't drink at raves. We just drank water. But, yeah, you could put a drug in your water. Right. <laughs> it's still a drink. <laughs> I don't care what you're drinking right, as long as you're, you're right. putting liquid in your body. Yeah, I guess you're right. Then you can ingest it. I just didn't think that raving was still a thing. I thought it was done. But I guess it is. Uh, it's... Uh, Utnall says a big part of raves was that they were all underground and definitely yes. always at risk of being busted back in the day. That's and that right. dramatically has changed yep. for like big raves going down at uh, the Shaw Conference As Center young or whatever. people, yeah. you would hear like, oh, the basement of this bar on White Avenue is holding a rave and it starts at two. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you'd go. So you'd go to the bar or whatever. And then everybody would be like, let's go rave. Mm hmm. And then you'd get in. <laughs> yeah. Were you there to dance or were you there to party? Ah, uh, I was there to party. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they will no longer uh, be allowed in the city. The city is putting a uh, moratorium on them. Why wouldn't you have sippy cups? Uh, they, you can't they, put a drug in a sippy cup. It's not people being accidentally drugged. Oh, it's just people it's just taking people too much. Yeah. Taking too much in general. All right, for those of you who buy lotto tickets, uh, first of all, Lotto Max is what sixty million and fifty max million. Like, come yeah. on, right? I can make a million bucks work. Get your tickets. Who can't? Uh, well, if you did buy a Lotto six forty nine for the draw on Wednesday, someone in Alberta won nine point six million dollars. Of course they did. This they, is the that's the one I didn't buy. They say Some. that it was not in Edmonton or Calgary, but was somewhere in the province. So if you did some traveling outside of Edmonton, Calgary, and uh, you bought yourself a six forty nine, you might be the winner of one or nine point six million dollars. Mm. Now, winners of the jackpot have one year from the draw date to claim the prize. Uh, they have not claimed it as of yet. Someone in Alberta winning nine point six million dollars with the Lotto six forty nine. Claim that immediately. Get yeah. that ticket out of your hands. What if your house burnt? Ticket's gone. Boom. Nine point whatever million up in the Nine point six. The winning gone. numbers? Nine, 14, <laughs> 17, 21, 38, and 39. If oh those are your numbers, you oh won. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. I want that feeling. <laughs> I know, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? So someone not claiming their ticket as of yet. All right. If you ask most people who live in this country about Canada's most dangerous places, they'll probably say, you know, Vancouver's downtown east side, uh, maybe someplace in Toronto. Uh, Halifax has got some dangerous spots. Well, according to Stats Canada, uh, they went through the crime severity index. Mm -hmm. And for 2018, McLean's magazine used this data to compile Canada's most dangerous places uh, for 2018 this is the ranking do you want to guess what the number one is um you know what i'm gonna unfortunately say edmonton because we've had, City? we've had so many horrific things going on this year alone okay uh Jin, do you want to throw a guess in we do do a lot of murder. Right? Wait, is this the most like uh, murderous or the most just uh, like violent and, and... Crime severity index. Crime like, fuel. Look at all the random stabbings we've had. Yeah, we do a lot of stabbing yeah. too. 
Like uh, Calgary, we just had earlier in the news, their random stabbings at Schnuck Mall. I think we outstabbed them, though. Mm, yeah, that's why been. it was news, because it was Calgary. Like, if that was here, it'd be like another stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I'll go, you have a lot of uh, crazy tales of Manitoba. I'll go Winnipeg. Mm. Or oh, smaller, uh, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, Manitoba. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, you guys are both wrong. Mm. As a matter of fact, the most dangerous place in the country, mm-hmm. North Battleford, Saskatchewan. Number one. Yeah, it is sketchy there. It is We've driven through there a couple times to get gas. Mm-hmm. You really don't want to get out of your vehicle. It's like a F1 pit stop. Like, you go quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me they have pay at the pump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, Edmonton not making the top 20. Hey. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, so for crime severity, severity index, we're pretty good. Sorry, uh, Edmonton. <laughs> as a matter of fact, the first major city to appear on the list is Regina, coming in at number 20. Hmm. So uh, here's the top ten. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, North Battleford, most dangerous place in the country. Number two, Thompson, Manitoba. Mm, yeah, I've been up there. Not too is much that, going on. I think that's why. That's that North, northern Manitoba. Polar bear yeah. country? Uh, Churchill is. Is it the bears? <laughs> I think they're just, there's nothing to do up oh. there. <laughs> Number three, Prince Albert. Number four, Williams Lake, British Columbia. Mm. Number five, our neighbor to the south, Red Deer. Oh, the deer. Red deer coming in at number five for the most dangerous city or most dangerous place in Canada. Mm-hmm. Number six, Langley, British Columbia. Number seven, Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. Hmm. Number eight, Wetaskiwin. Oh, what's going down in Wetaskiwin? Those car deals. <laughs> people people do the drive there yeah. and then they realize that there's no deal and they freak out. The prices are too low. People are going crazy. Oh, yeah, crazy yeah. out in Wetaskiwin. <laughs> Uh, number nine, Vernon, British Columbia, considered very violent. And number 10, Selkirk, Manitoba. Oh, yeah, Selkirk, come is on. It, I've never been to Selkirk. It's is it just a bunch there? of posers there. Posers? What, what are they? What do you mean by posers? What? I've never heard of this passionate about anything. So we're Selkirk, Manitoba. <laughs> no, uh, what my, are they posing to be? My aunt and uncle used to live near there, so we would venture into Selkirk periodically. And it's just a bunch of... Like, wannabe Eminem-esque people. Oh, they think they're rappers? Oh, yeah. They just think they're balling. Like, okay. So they think they're balling, yeah. Yeah, balling on a budget. Balling on... <laughs> <laughs> that should be the town. Yeah, yeah, balling on balling a budget. On you know when you pull in it's and like... Bad. Yeah, you get like your town saying, balling on a budget. Oh, Selkirk, yeah. Manitoba. My cousin fell right into that. Isn't, uh, isn't Fort Edmonton Park... Isn't, what's their hotel? Isn't that the Hotel Selkirk? We I don't know. Oh, it might, yeah, it might yeah. be. Yeah. I actually don't know. Uh, the rest on the list, because I go right up to 20. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, guys. Uh, British Columbia really dominating the rest of the list for dangerous places to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, for British Columbia on the list, in the top 20, Prince George, Terrace, Penticton, Dawson Creek, Chilliwack, and Port Alberni. Just like all of BC. Almost all of interior wow. BC. Mm. The yeah. whole list is Western. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. What's going on there? Yeah, the whole list is Western Canada, Jeez. right? Uh, someone's wondering uh, where Thunder Bay sits on the list. Uh, T-Bay. Yeah, that was a violent city for uh, uh, a Let period Let me just there. Uh, pull open the McLean's magazine here, because mm-hmm. I only got the top 20. Uh, well, what are you looking for, Story Crash? Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay? Yeah, T-Bay. T-Bay. Mm. Uh, coming in at number 58. Wow. Edmonton uh, coming in at number 31. Hmm. And mm. we are actually safer... Then Vancouver, Nanaimo. Oh, no, pardon me. I'm reading that the other way around. Oh. They're right below, they're right below <laughs> us. Oh, okay. uh, we are safer than Victoria, British Columbia, Spruce Grove, Prince Rupert, Fort St. John, and Lethbridge. 
Uh, the cities that are just beneath us for danger is Surrey, Moose Jaw, Kelowna, Vancouver, Summerside, Prince Edward Island, and Nanaimo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winnipeg, safer than Edmonton, coming in at a rate of 40. Well, that's because everyone's happy. The Jets had a good run, right? right. <laughs> uh, Calgary, very safe, coming in on the list at 93. I think we got to hop on this list, gang. Because I was with Crash, like I thought we'd be uh, pretty high, mm. and there's no way I thought that Victoria would be more dangerous than Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Victoria is more That's dangerous crazy. than Edmonton. Iverson has got to do some branding. Yeah, hmm. I'm just looking. Um, Kamloops more dangerous. Hmm. Saskatoon more dangerous than Edmonton. Hmm. Maybe that could be our next ad of. Uh, we're not as dangerous. Yeah, just as list the cities. That we're cities. <laughs> yeah, just less dangerous than Victoria. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, all yeah, you yeah. need surprise, to know. Surprise! Yeah. Welcome, welcome to town. <laughs> yeah, we are considered to be less dangerous than hmm. Victoria, British Columbia. Hmm. All right, this next story here sounds like it's straight out of the Disney film Madagascar. But get this: uh, apparently, lions, tigers. A bear and a jaguar escaped a German zoo. Oh, jeez. They all got together and said, we out of here. Residents are now being warned to stay indoors. Unfortunately for the bear, police already bagged it. Oh. Yeah. They're still searching for two lions, two tigers, and a jaguar that broke out of their cages in a zoo in western Germany. Lions and tigers and bears? Yes, my. my. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Why can't they drink it? I like, I don't know. I I never for the life of me know why animals aren't tranked. I don't know. They're just shot. I can't figure it out. It's I'm not an animal control person, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, apparently though the area residents are now being warned to stay indoors until they can be sure that uh, the other animals are are captured. Hmm. Were they all in one giant uh, murder enclosure? Like how did these? Groups of animals, the tigers, the lions, then bears, the most dangerous animals, all get out at once. They got together. They figured it out, just like Madagascar. No, hmm. this is not good. And they just go out. So what, they have the cops walk in the streets? Well, they think that the animals might still be on the grounds in the zoo. Yeah. But they don't know if they've jumped, like, especially they the can't big cats. Gu- they can't guarantee that they're in the zoo. Uh, the big cats can jump the zoo fences and get out. Hey, Anton, I found the jaguar! Oh, jeez. <laughs> We got him. That's horrible. Crash's German accent is just. <laughs> oh, it's on point. Yeah. <laughs> I could have just butchered it. But... <laughs> yeah. So there you go. <laughs> they brought in their cops from other places. Uh, some, people, <laughs> yeah. some people are saying that they were uh, reading them and they found them in the zoo mm. by drone. Oh, so they, they can see them. Oh, they can see them there. That's how you get. Oh, and Madagascar isn't a Disney film. I thought it was. Isn't it? Well, it's cartoon. It's cartoon. It's all the same crap, right? It's all the same crap. Actually, Mars. Oh, that's an FM. Yeah, I know. They, they like to me in the all the time. I have the entire Disney collection, and that one's not part of it. Ah, uh, Mars, just so you know. <laughs> you just know the movie. There you go. I corrected myself. Mm. All right. If you're a teen, um, listen up. This story is for you. According to a new survey by a research center, Teenagers really give zero Fs about Facebook. Here's what the study found. 51% um, of teens say, yeah, we still have Facebook. But that's a big drop. Why? Three years ago in the same survey in 2015, 71% of teens said that they used Facebook. Hmm. So 20% of teens say... We're so out. it's, it's, it's dropping, dropping dramatically every year. It's dropping dramatically. The major reason why young people are getting off Facebook is because they feel it is now a social media 
for their parents and their grandparents. Well, I think we all knew that. They don't want any part of it. Yeah, a lot of parents, grandparents really, really taken over they, they Facebook. They've taken it over. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's not teeny no, anymore. No, when I'm trying to search for my Berta Rams group, I'm sifting through a lot of stuff. A lot of family photos? Uh, no, yeah. I've blocked them all. Oh, you blocked I blocked my, my family, but I see everyone else's families. Mm. Right, yeah. <laughs> Happy ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah of course. Um, Happy moments. The number one social media for teens? YouTube. YouTube. YouTube, number one. Snapchat, number two. Mm. And then Instagram is number three. But teens are saying that they're kind of over Instagram as well. Why? It's too much mom stuff. Mm-hmm. They say they're done with it. Yeah. Yeah, parents wreck everything. Yeah, they do. Parents do wreck everything. What are <laughs> teens doing on YouTube? Oh, my God. We were watching teens on YouTube last night. <laughs> well, easy. Yeah, and um, they're doing a lot more than we are. Let's just put it that way. We're watching... Easy. Uh, we're dra- <laughs> If you pay a special subscription, <laughs> no, we're watching uh, we're watching travel vlogs, yeah. And these freaking teens are making mad cash and traveling the world. One dude, we're watching them. The videos are terrible. Like they're not they're nothing no, they're incredible. Not great. Well, they're teen shots. Or they're just like chop 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 with a snazzy little intro. And one dude, he's worth three million dollars. And he just films, like, with his camera. He's like, yeah. hey, guys, so we're checking out this cool place. I want to thank this hotel for giving us these uh, gigs. What do you think? What do you think of the uh, hotel room? And yeah. the camera's just all moving. I'm like, slow down, buddy. And he's worth $3 million. Worth $3 million. Yeah. His girlfriend is worth uh, $1.5 million. Yeah, because we She does the same them. thing. They film him at the same time. Teens. Yeah. Oh. Teens are doing... <laughs> Haley's worth $5. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, you got to get on the internet. You do. Uh, teens also say they don't care about Twitter. Only one third of them ever use it. And only 3% said it was their top social network. Mm-hmm. They say they can't be bothered. So, there you go. Uh, we're on Snapchat, by the way. Crash Mars, all one word if you want to follow us. If you do. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who does follow us. Uh, I'm at 1.1 million views already. Isn't that nice? Hey. Since Jan 1. Yeah. This year. Crash that is, is so insane. Proud of it. Oh, you I'm so proud hard, of it. though. Like, you do, like, you Snapchat. It is high maintenance. You do, though, because only one of us can have Snapchat on our phones. Yeah. And so Crash just Snapchats everything. Do you get, like, anything? Does Snapchat give you, like, a cool... Like a badge or anything, like a, uh, a million plus club. Yes, I actually get uh, insights which nobody else gets oh. because we have a lot of followers. Yeah, and so they give you a breakdown of how many people are watching your views and all the stuff that you can monetize it if you want. <laughs> this text here says deleting you from Snapchat. <gasps> you oh. son of a- <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Teens are off Facebook and um, and they're on to Snapchat. And YouTube, those are the two top ones. And they're li- starting to leave Instagram as if well. If you guys are looking for teens, Mars can... <laughs> Mars will direct you yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, I will teen hunters out there. Yeah. I like, like... I'm into teen stuff, though. Easy. I like knowing what teens are up to. Don't. I really do. No, uh, I do. Don't. Because they're the future, right? Like they're smart. They're 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 into stuff. I believe the teens are... Yeah, so I like looking into what teens are doing. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Like, I just want to know a little bit. <laughs> not too much, though. Not too much. I don't yeah. know exactly what you're doing, but I don't mind knowing just a little bit. Oh, look, teens are not texting. <laughs> Those teens. <laughs> <laughs> they finally got off the Snapchat. They're oh, sending good. me a text. <laughs> I'm glad. Those teens are texting us. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. All right, your kids are going to be um, wrapping up the school year right away here uh, as we move in through the month of June. And that means that you're going to have a couple of long months uh, with the kids. Do you want to know uh, what it will cost you a week? 
to entertain your kids this summer? A week? Yeah. Uh, do you have an age? Of no, the kids? how much Just, money? No, no, but like age group of your oh, kids? Because um, obviously teens School age. School age? Yeah, just school age. Uh, I'm going to guess a grand. A week? Jeez, Holy some, crap. Some, some yeah. people are balling. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got bad news. You have to get another job. <laughs> now yeah. Get out of school. Jeez. <laughs> okay, apparently that's way too high. Okay, let's way go too uh, high. $450. Okay, per, this is per child. Uh, crash things will be $450 a week to make sure your kids are entertained this summer. Still too much. <laughs> so in Ginger's case, because he's got three. Yeah, right. At $400, it'd be $1,200 a week to keep mm. everybody happy. You said happy, though. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, there's pr- Camps are, like, crazy pricey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, young kids, and their camps like can be, like, a couple hundred bucks a week. So I couldn't even imagine, like... Older kid camps? Teen camps. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing $450. you are 450 I'll say a cool two. A cool two. All right. Uh, Ginger's super close. It'll be $220 per child a week yeah. to keep them entertained this summer. So it's camps. Yeah. This one, 10000 for two weeks. We're going on a road trip to Vegas and Disneyland. Okay, well, that's fun. Ten grand. Ten grand. Uh, now, this, of course, includes the cost of things like camps, amusement parks, sports, and other activities for rainy days, such as movies, new toys, books, and eating out. On the bright side, when everybody goes back to school, it will only cost you about uh, $86 per week per child. Savings. To keep them happy. Uh, this one says, hey, guys, uh... My my kids cost nothing. My oh. daughter gets dirt and sticks to play with. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's my childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're right. Crash is like, oh, sticks. Jealous. Yeah. Sweet, man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played with sticks in years. That's true. Very true. All right. Um, when you guys get dumped, when you break up with someone, what is your most effective strategy for feeling better? It is hard to cope with life right after you've been dumped, whether you're getting married or whether you're just in a relationship. So a group of scientists just studied three really big strategies people use to deal with a breakup after a long-term relationship. And they used brain scans to see how well those strategies worked. And then they found there's uh, nothing perfect, but these will help you cope a little bit better. Um, Number one. It's got to be booze. Eating. Oh, oh, yeah. They say if you yeah. eat those feelings away, guys, just eat them. Get eat a them pizza and eat it yourself. Apparently, when you eat food that uh, is not necessarily good for you, but you love after a breakup, yeah. your brain lights up in certain spots, making you feel better. Mm-hmm. Totally. You. Yeah. So there you go. It doesn't help you get over the X, but it makes you feel a little bit, bit better. Mm-hmm. Number two for the best strategy of getting over someone. Music. Uh, this one is not music. No. Booze. Trashing your ex. What do you mean trashing? Like just to everyone else? Yeah. Call oh, up yeah. your friends and start bad talking your ex. Jump just, on social media, start trashing them. Yeah. If you start <laughs> thinking about all the stuff that they did that you absolutely hated, and then you start trashing them to your family or to your friends, mm-hmm. you actually start to feel better about yourself. Is this <clears> like the physical too, like ripping up pictures? It can be, Burning yeah. clothes? Sure. Mm. Trash them. Yeah. Slashing their tires. Trash it out. Uh, and then, of course, the last one is listening to music. Now, what music should you be listening to? The stuff that makes you cry and weep like a baby. Oh, well, yeah. Right? That's what they say. Now, some of the best songs to get over a breakup include, um, I don't know this song, actually. Number one, Call Out My Name by The Weeknd. Do we know that song? Uh, is that... I don't know that one. All right. Uh, number two, Stay. Rihanna and Mickey Echo. 
Really? Yeah. That is apparently a great song to listen to if uh, someone's dumped you. Have we, uh, did we play that one? Uh, we did, and yeah. there it is. Yeah. Right? Like the piano in it's sad. Because mm-hmm. they didn't stay. No. All right, Rihanna. Long okay. intro. <laughs> uh, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Mm. Stitches, Sean Mendez. What? No, that's too upbeat. Yeah, it's a little upbeat. Mm-hmm. Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Mm. And Somebody That I Used to Know by Gautier on that list. What about this one? No. If you're getting like a massage after or something. <laughs> yeah, this is, yes, this it is, is song in, yeah. music. You're not going to cry on this? No, God no. Why wouldn't you cry? Because it's not sad. It puts you in a feeling. If you're already, picture yourself, you've just been dumped. This kicks on. Don't listen. You don't don't necessarily need to listen to the lyrics. Feel it. it sounds like a spa. Oh come on. <laughs> you can cry on this one. This text here says, "I love Enya Crash. It's not sad at all. It's relaxing." You guys don't find that sad. No. What was uh, that? Adele had that super sad one. Adele had that super sad one. Oh, yeah. Someone Hello? like you. No, that's... Someone like you was really is that a sad. Song? Yeah. You don't remember that song, Crush? I blocked out our playlist because we've killed everything. Yeah, Someone Like You is super sad. I'll never forget when that song first came out. We got a call from a now family member. Do you remember that? And he was crying and he said that every time he hears that song, mm-hmm. he thinks about a love that it's was lost. crushing. It is crushing. Yeah, this song is, like, really sad. She sees her ex, and he's like, he's doing good. Yeah, he is. And she says, don't worry about me. Yeah, never, never mind. mind. I'll find someone like you. Oh, God. Yeah, this is a sad song. I'm happily married, and this crushes me. I don't, it doesn't make me feel anything. Really? Yeah. But, but Enya makes you cry? <laughs> this is like a Rorschach test for, like, a yeah. sociopaths. If you don't feel anything with this. I don't feel it. Oh. I'll never forget that guy who called us after this song ran. Yeah. You don't remember him? He was crying and he said that... If he showed emotion, I'd probably block him out too. Oh, man. He was so upset and he said that this song just... Crash stopped listening as soon as his voice cracked. <laughs> Boring! <laughs> he was so upset. We had to, like, like, talk him down. It was... Do you have to wait for a certain part in the song to feel it? The whole thing is... The whole horse is coming. No. Oh. I couldn't fight it. I had hoped you'd see my Get ready, buddy. Yeah, this is the best part. Yeah, it is no Never mind, I'll find Oh, this is like the upbeat part. She's lying to herself. She is. She's oh. lying to herself. Yeah. Check herself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that song is heartbreaking. No, also feeling. on this list, Stay With Me by Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. What About Us by Pink. And my personal favorite, Hit 'em Up Style by Blue Cantrell. What? <laughs> no. Are you kidding? That's my favorite song on this list. Blue Cantrell, Hit 'em Up Style. That's the sassy divorced mom, like heading to court. Is that Didn't what that is? Everything. Like it's blasting in a van. Yeah. She's coming for the kids. The you don't know this one, Haley? Oh, Haley, this is a good song. Turn it up. Oh, wait for Mars to groove. There we go. You're right, you're on your way to court and you're yeah. taking it all, right? Get it all. Get it all. Mm. So I went 
You see, his lawyer's not even wearing a tie. Yeah, he's got like a three-piece suit. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he just slept on his bike. Yeah, oh yeah. You're like, I'll take that pension. (laughs) Drank all night. Oh yeah. So you're not crying on this one. You're feeling good. You're feeling good on this one. Yeah. 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 This is the first time Ailey's heard this, and she loves it. (laughs) This is this text here says this is the song I'm putting on after I light his car on fire. Yeah. Boom. That won't help you in court, but it feels good. (laughs) Do it after court. (laughs) That's right. Do it after. All right. This next story here is kind of crazy, and it's off to Sherwood Park we're going to go. Hey. And if you guys have uh, a similar situation that's ever happened to you, especially when it comes to the Canadian geese, give us a shout, 780-489-4669. The photos of this are um, absolutely hilarious. Uh, Selena Massell and her husband Ian were on their way to get groceries in Sherwood Park on Tuesday afternoon when they came across a bit of a traffic snarl on Broadmoor Boulevard. Now, traffic was kind of backed up for some reason. They didn't really know why. It turns out a family of geese was responsible. Mm -hmm. Now, they say they don't really remember how many geese there were, but it was a mama geese, a papa geese, and then all of their little kids, their babies, and the goslings were struggling to get up the curb. So, like, you're, like you know Broadmoor, right? Like it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's big. Well, we all do, but you don't. So, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, a man in another vehicle got out of his car to, like, to help. Uh, and apparently, that's when everything went wrong. People got out of their vehicles to try to help the baby geese get up onto the curb. And that mm. was when the parents freaked out. Uh, apparently, one of the geese got in a flat because the man got way too close to his kids. He said that you don't see this every day, and the attack was swift, and the man was unprepared. The goose not only tried to peck at him, but also tried to slap him away with his wings. You see the pics? I've seen the pics. Isn't that the, the one? The goose took him down. The goose he took him fell. down. He fell on he his back. He freaking fell. And I love that someone's dash cam caught it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this couple was sitting in their car watching this go down. They figured that the man wasn't injured, but they had no idea that geese would get that vicious if you get around their families. Mm-hmm. Well, the goose doesn't know what you're doing. He doesn't know you're there to help. No, yeah, the goose right? is just living its life being like, what? We're crossing the road. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And Graceful then, beasts. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, what you're seeing there, that man fall down, yeah. wasn't the one and only time. The goose knocked him to his ass a couple of times. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it looks like it hurt. Like one, I guess one shot, he's falling on his back. His legs are up in the air. I'm going to snap one of those uh, photos of that. Uh, Crash Mars, all one word if you want to see that. Yes. Well, he doesn't look like a young man either. No, and he was just trying to do a good deed, right? He's trying to get those baby birds up onto the boulevard on Broadmoor so that they can get across to the other side. Now, the city of Edmonton and the county of Strathcona both have web pages that provide information and advice on dealing with geese. And they warn that the birds can be very um, aggressive. Especially when their little ones are around. Mm-hmm. You don't want to mess with that. So here's what I want to know from you guys. When have you pissed off a goose? Mm. It happens. Uh, I got attacked riding my bike. They hiss. Yeah, they, their tongue comes out. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> when you're not a snake, easy does it. <laughs> uh, I think, though, if they hurt you, like, they hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get wild on the golf they course. They get wild. So I want to know from you guys, have you ever... Been terrified and tortured by a Canada goose. 
Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Uh, we're talking about the time that you might have been attacked or yet to fight off a goose. Uh, Janet in Sherwood Park has a warning for everybody. Sure. You ready for her story? Yeah. She says, good morning, everyone. About two weeks ago, I was crossing the street on Broadmoor. I went for lunch at McDonald's. I saw a goose by the gas station. And I thought, well... I hope he leaves when I come back out. Well, I got my lunch, and as I was about to cross back over Broadmoor, I went in my McDonald's bag for a fry. As soon as I pulled it out, the goose came in, honk, honk, oh, no. flapping its wings at me. I panicked, and I ran across the street. The goose was trying to attack me for my fries. <laughs> Watch out. Did you ditch the fries, or you saved them? She ran. She ran with her bag of fries. The goose didn't follow her. Huh. You should have just like ditched the fries. Just throw the fries at the yeah, goose. Yeah, or throw some down on the ground. Don't don't give up your whole bag right? of fries. Easy. She ran. She but. ran for her life. <laughs> yeah, you have uh, to. I want to jump to. Uh, well, let's do Danielle on five. How you doing, Danielle? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. Okay, so uh, what's your running with a goose? Uh, well, pretty much it was a running. Uh, my daughter and I were running in Festival Place in that area there, and yeah. coming around the corner. Um, we see this goose sitting on one of the bridges and didn't think anything of it. You know, we're getting closer to it. And as we were approaching, my daughter was a little bit wary and um, she was only about seven years old. So I'm like, just continue to run. I'm like, it'll be okay. So as soon as we got closer, it started hissing at us like a cat. Yeah, yeah they hiss. Yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. I didn't think that they could ever hiss like that. And I'm like, just run. <laughs> Save yourself. Run for your lives. <laughs> I've never seen her run that fast, and she will never run there ever again with me. Well, I guess if yeah. uh, if mom is saying run, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm in more danger than I thought. Because they're going to get you. Yeah. Oh, and he started slapping after us. And, oh, I didn't look back. I just We just kept on running as fast. Don't ever look back. Nope. When the oh. wings are going oh, and yeah. they're hissing, don't look back. That's just when run. you mess up. You'll trip. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I love how we all kind of live in fear. Oh, yeah. Of these geese. And the I thing getcha. is, is that geese don't care. No. Look at, they're just crossing the roads all willy-nilly. They are just living their life. But if they, if you cross their path, they will take you down. They don't care. They uh, don't care. Rory's on three. How you doing, Rory? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Okay, so this didn't happen to you. You saw a couple get uh, goosed. Yeah. So my brother used to live in uh, Coquitlam down by Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, there's a lake down there called Pine Lake. And uh, so we were at the beach one day with him while we were visiting. And the geese were bad. Like, they were like seagulls. They were just all over the beach. Oh, yeah. And uh, they were coming up to everyone trying to get their food. So there was, there was one guy who had a big bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he'd actually wrapped it up so it was like a little, uh, I don't know, uh, like a little war hammer almost. Okay. And so these geese would come up and he'd give them a whack on the head um, <laughs> to keep them away. Yeah. So we watched that for a little while entertained. But later on, these little girls started chasing the geese around with uh, with water guns to try mm-hmm. and scare them all away. Yeah, and uh, and it was actually the humans that were more entertaining because there was this lady who came up to these little girls, asked them what they were doing, and then lost her crap water. Oh like, no! Really? Yeah. She's like, "How dare you do that to the animals? This is their habitat." Yeah, on and on and on. Um, and then the girl's mom came along. <laughs> oh no. Are you talking about girls? Like, uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, anyways, and then the mom and this lady got into it. And anyways, it was 
<laughs> you're just like, what is happening here? You're like, it's quite entertaining. Yes. Thankfully, they're not attacking me. <laughs> That's right. It was like, what is happening here? I their habitat, but at the same time, come on. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Okay, thanks so much, Rory. No problem. Have a good one. You too, Matt. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah, right. you got to watch out for the geese. Uh, I want to do another one here. I got uh, Justin here. You saw a goose attack a guy? Yes, actually. I'm so happy you guys are talking about this. It's <laughs> about this story and it yeah. made me laugh. Oh, uh, we used to go camping every May long weekend. And uh, we were, it was the middle of the day, had drank a little bit much, too much. So I went and laid down in my tent. Yeah. So I'm laying down in my tent and the campsites are pretty close together. And I hear this guy yelling. Uh-oh. And at first it sounded like it was like two guys about to get into a fight yeah and he's going like come on let's go let's go every four letter word in the dictionary and i'm yeah. like okay like maybe it's one of my friends so i get up and i go out and there's a guy with no shirt on wearing jeans with his jeans halfway off his butt just blackout drunk and he has two geese in front of him and he's standing and swinging like mike tyson on these <laughs> trying to you know, get out, get these geese off of them. I don't know if he was close to their babies or what, but they were just charging at him, and he's yelling and screaming. You know what? I bet you because his like, pants were down, he was probably throwing one down in the bush, and yeah. it was near a nest. And they were like, it "Not was, ain't nobody got time for this." The best thing I have ever seen. <laughs> I, after that, I never want to get attacked by a goose. I'll run before I stand there. Oh. So, who won? Did the geese win? Well, the geese won, and I told them afterwards. I was like, honestly, man, they're geese, not humans. I don't know why you're trying to punch them. I'd be trying to kick those things across the yeah, like, yard. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be trying to land a punch. Yeah. Their oh. heads are like the size smaller than an egg. Yeah, th- yeah, swinging your fist ain't going to do much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, those geese, though, they, they got rid of them. They got rid of the problem. What a story. Thanks, exactly. thanks Justin. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. You too, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, he obviously went to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and everything went wrong. Yeah. Uh Oh, here, let's take this one. How you doing, Mike? I'm okay. How are you guys? Good, good. You're the one that fell on the road, right? That's me. Yeah. Oh, my God, Mike. <laughs> you were all over the news this morning. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I, I thought somebody was recording it, but I never thought anybody would actually post it or something. Oh, it's oh. posted everywhere. Yeah, you're like front page on the CBC. Sorry, buddy. Oh, no. So you were you're trying to do a good gesture. Well, I was just on my way home from golfing, and like the lady said in, on CBC, that you know it was uh, there was a traffic jam. Yeah. So I stopped and got to the front and saw these poor geese, and just thought I'd get out and help. And um, I got a little bit too close, and yeah, she uh, just swooped at me and uh, with her feet pushed me right on the chest. Those freaking things! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh no! And did you did you feel the wrath of the teeth? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't remember. It all happened so fast. <gasps> she knocked me down twice, actually. Yeah, yeah. the story says that you kind of hit the ground twice. Now, did she knock you down with the wings or like a charge? No, with her with her feet. Like, she actually stuck her feet out uh, first and was like almost like flying backwards. It was really strange. <laughs> oh, so she kicked you. She flipped up backwards, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, did you get all the geese across the road? Yeah, eventually. Yeah, the little one funny uh, got up on her own, and then uh, yeah, we just there was a couple other people who got out of their cars as well because Broadmoor's Broadmoor is really busy at that time. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and uh, we got them all across the road. The funny thing is, the, the little ones didn't have any problem getting up the curb on the other side. <laughs> Crazy birds! <laughs> <laughs> they saw all this unfold. They're like, "Hey, we'll just keep walking here. Oh. We're good." Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I'm glad uh, you're you're not injured. Just a little bit of a bruised ego, I guess. Yeah. Well, I had sore shoulders. She knocked me like say she knocked me down twice. Oh yeah. 
Oh, that sucks, man. Holy well, crap. Thank you for uh, giving us a good laugh this morning. Yeah, and thanks oh, for yeah. doing a good gesture to yes. trying at least. Well, it was fun. I'm glad everybody's getting a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, because you imagine your mic and you wake up this morning, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm everywhere. Uh, let's do uh, one more here. I got uh, Ariana hanging on. Uh, how you doing, Ariana? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. All right, so this didn't happen to you. You witnessed uh, a goose attack. Yes, and it was ridiculous. It was we were we were little kids in a trailer park, right? Yeah, okay. Sort of set the scene for you here at the lagoon of the Parkland Village trailer park, mm, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we were all we all used to go out there and play. And one of the little boys that was with us, he fell on a goose nest, and they just. It was awful. Like, I almost feel bad telling this story on air, but it's totally crazy, and I'm I'm nuts. We go for walks, and my kids will, like, wander off, and there's a goose, and I'm like, bring the kids back, bring the kids yeah, back. Yeah, you're like, yeah, gather everyone, gather. Yeah, did they, I, um, did my they? My husband's always like, what are you doing? I'm like, geese are nuts. And he's like, no, they're not. They're just geese. Leave them alone. Like, yeah, so these but, kids that went in the uh, goose nest, I bet you they were just attacked. They were hospitalized. Holy crap. This little boy, yeah. They actually, because he was a little boy. He was, I mean, I was little and he was littler than me. So he was probably like three or four. Yeah. And he fell on the nest and the, and the two geese just came down on him and they cut him up everywhere and they beat him. And well, their was, beak, I think, is sharp too. Really sharp. Yeah. And we did, like, and I remember all the parents in the trailer park, like, brought us all together and was like, you guys need to stay away from the geese. And I remember my mom saying it, like, is imprinted in my, you know, six-year-old brain oh, yeah. she was like their beaks are like knives and their wings are like clubs you stay away from them so <laughs> like, i'm gonna die so that's like i'm you know ptsd about geese now and absolutely like yeah just avoid them in all measures i know when a goose will be like strutting around minding its business and i'll be like everybody get out <laughs> and to snap search crash and mars all one word on snapchat join the conversation 1023 now radio right, we're done with the geese we are done with the geese thank but you, know you what? mike for calling in exactly we're not going to be uh done with the animals though because i want to talk about this next study here uh when it comes to um you being attractive or when it comes to you trying to impress someone they say that a lot of times you probably shouldn't have your pet with you now, we all know the old adage that if you see a guy walking a puppy or a dog, immediately like, oh, it's a baby. She's mm-hmm. over there. And it's usually like some, some kind of like a chick magnet, right? Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, pets can also make you look really bad when you're trying to be hot or sexy. Is that because if you're walking with a dog, it'll chances are it'll smell the crotch? Or the, it can smell a crotch. Or the butt of it someone. It can decide to take a poop somewhere. Oh, yeah. And then you got to pick up your poo in front of someone that you're trying to woo. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're picking up poo in front of someone to woo. Yeah, that's it's, a problem. It's a, it's a bit of a problem. That is taboo. That, <laughs> I want to know from you guys. If you have a story about the time your pet got in your path of love. Mm. Maybe you were dating um, a guy or a girl and had him over and your dog just... Watched while things were going down. Sure. Or maybe your dog let out a big fart. Oh. And the person you were with thought it was you. Like the puppers came by, sat on the couch, yeah. and it's like... <laughs> and you're like, no! No! And the guy's like, oh, I think I'm going to go now. You're like, no, that was my dog! Mm-hmm. That works the same for a dude. If a dude yes, has a lady over, of course. it'll smell like the dude's just letting rippers go. I, I wouldn't believe it was your dog, by the you way. You wouldn't? No. If I'd I, be like, oh, I just changed my dog's food. 
He's a little gassy. Maybe warn ahead of time. No, if I got a whiff of something nasty, I'm not believing that it's your dog. I'm thinking it's your your filthy, your what filthy if, animal. What if you went to a guy's house, he opens the front door, and he's like, by the way, I just changed my dog's food. He might have sewer ass. I, 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 just a heads up. I don't want to be anything that's going to smell up your apartment or your home. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to smell it. Listen, baby, my dog's butt kind of stinks. Oh. His food was changed. Yeah, I'm when, leaving. When we do get to the bedroom, I'll be sure to close the door. I am leaving. All right, I want to know from you guys. When did your pet get in your path for love? Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. now radio. All right, we're talking about the time your pet, uh, your pet got in the way of your path to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here is to say, guys, it wasn't me, but someone that I know has a husky. And uh, he got himself a girlfriend. She came over for the weekend, and while they went out to dinner, the dog went in her bag and destroyed all of her clothes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Dog's just like, what on earth? They just went out for dinner? Yeah. Well, I hate this. I just want him. <laughs> Goes in. What's this? <laughs> And she probably went to put something nice on after. She's like, yeah. what the? Apparently, she had to borrow his clothes to get home. Oh, yeah. Because the husky ripped them apart. <laughs> uh, Chelsea's hanging on on four. How you doing, Chelsea? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. good. Did you have a pet that got in the way of love? Uh, well, she kind of got in the way of a party, I guess. Okay, okay. sure, um, yeah. <laughs> we were all hanging out, and I had a 50-pound tortoise named Francine. Wow. And Francine would kind of roam around and, and do her thing. And in the middle of one of my parties, I found out that my Francine was actually a Franklin. <laughs> oh, no! Uh-oh. And it takes, you know, a certain age for them to, like, be able to tell which sex they are. Okay. Okay. And, no, in the middle of my party, I found out that Francine was a Franklin and decided to display himself for everybody. <laughs> oh, my God, Franklin, put it away! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't know what <laughs> And everyone's the answer, and I'm like, whew, that's special. That's special. Oh, boy. I, without with, with, being safe for radio, how did Francine reveal? Well, it all kind of came out. Oh. Yeah. Because so I don't, I don't know anything been, about turtles. No. So. Yeah, it wasn't small. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and again, it was the first time I had seen it, so I didn't really know what I was looking at. Right. You wouldn't know. How would you know? Well, again, they have to be a certain age before yeah. you can tell. It's like a whole new neck is coming out of the shell. Yeah. I- exactly. <laughs> exactly. And... I just remember being in shock, and I'm just like, it's a Franklin. Uh, the music stops. Everyone's holding the drinks. They're like, um. Chelsea, do something. Make it go away. Yeah, you're like, Chelsea, what is what is this? What kind of freaky party did you bring us to? Well, I mean, it's freaky enough with a 50-pound tortoise. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, good point. Oh, what a story. story. Best one yet. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. You too. Oh, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Boy, all right. We're talking about the time your pet got in the way of your path to love. Mm. Uh, Mike says, hey, guys, I have a 180-pound Great Dane. Jeez. His name is Pickles. Yeah. Pickles has now decided that hugging or any sort of extracurriculars are not allowed. <laughs> so he will push his head in between anyone 
who is hugging at my home and then stand right in between them. Oh, yeah. Be like, no, nobody's getting between right, us. I'm just going to get my head in the oh, yeah, yeah. doing. <laughs> Way too close. Uh, turtle update. Uh, someone said tortoises' genders actually change depending on the temperature. Oh, who knew? Yeah. So you got, uh, uh, who, uh, who was that? Chelsea. Chelsea with the tortoise. Oh, so it's all in the uh, temperature. That's yeah. That's really weird. So eh? the party heated up and oh. Francine turned into uh, Franklin. Franklin. Wow. <laughs> what, what a story, though. Uh, I want to jump to uh, Tanya here. How you doing, Tanya? Hi. Hey, how you doing today? <laughs> Good. It gives it a whole new meaning to a turtle, turtle coming out of its shell. No oh kidding. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. All right, so oh. how, is, how is your pet? got in the way of love <laughs> so i have uh i have a miniature zoo at home i have two cats and a dog and lizard and fish and it's just insane yeah anyway um my cats and my dog they're they're very very protective of me i have a little havanese shih tzu and i have a uh, purebred siamese and then this like tabby cat right yeah and they're all absolutely bonkers so the dog's name is noodles Okay. And um, he's dumb, but he's cute, so it makes up for his name. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, my husband will, you know, come in from work or whatever. He'll go to lean in and give me a kiss, and Noodles will start growling at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, noodles doesn't oh, yeah. want any part of it. He's like, don't you touch my mommy, right? And yeah. then, you know, later on, we'll, he'll go to give me a hug, or we'll be sitting on the couch or something watching TV, and he'll try to snuggle up to me, and he's right in there, and he's looking at my husband right in the face like, what are you doing? Wow. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. So then he'll eventually, he'll eventually like lay down and, and settle down in my lap or whatever. And then the cats will come along and sit in between us. So he can't touch me. <laughs> and of course. If he tries to touch me, Willow, my psychotic Siamese, will scratch and bite at him. Oh, yeah. I have a psychotic Siamese, too. She's only oh, yeah. half Siamese. And oh, uh, the first time... She's possessive. The first time Crash oh, yeah. came over, she was being all, like, nice, and and he yeah. was sitting on the couch, and she got up on his lap, and I'm like, oh, Pepper's being so nice. Mm. Yeah. And then she bit him on the nose. Yeah. Well, last Christmas, my husband was hanging up the, the Christmas stockings off of the staircase. We have, like, an old um, 70s railing, yeah. you know, the metal one. Yeah. So he's hanging up the stocking, and he looked at Willow, who was laying on the steps, and he's like, oh, hi, pretty. And she hauled off and smacked him. <laughs> he's like... Text Crush and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. Was there a time when your pet got in the way of love? Oh, these stories are hilarious. I can't even handle it anymore. I, I, I love how pets just wedge themselves between a people. A lot of that. They're like, no, you pay attention to me. Or they put, like, butts in your face. Yes. Uh, this one here says, good morning, guys. I have two birds, and one of them is very territorial over me. Pretty sure thinks that I'm its mate. Mm -hmm. So when my boyfriend came over, my bird quickly ran to my shoulder and started fending off my boyfriend from touching me. My bird was hissing and growling. It got so bad that I had to put the bird in the cage when my boyfriend was over, and he would just scream. Jeez. <laughs> Since then, he's gotten used, but every now and again, he'll defend. He has to wait at the front door and be like, okay, is your bird away? Yeah. Okay, I can come in now. That's right. Did the, the bird's fine with the guy now? Oh, oh nah, it's oh. touch and go. Mm. Touch and go. Uh, let's go uh, uh, Sarah here. Uh, did something, did your dog get in the way of a potential love or what? Well, I mean, it it's, it still ended up, but we didn't talk about it for a long time. Okay. Um, so I started seeing this guy, and then I finally was like, okay, you can come over and, you know, see my house. You're not like an axe murderer. <laughs> okay, yeah. And yep. uh, he, I have a pug, and he, like, loves people. So we were sitting on the couch, and um, my guy was, like, kind of, like, leaning on the couch, like, being all chill. Yeah. And my dog, 
<laughs> and my dog jumps up and he puts his butt to his face, thinking like, oh, I'm just going to get some love. Yeah. And uh, anyways, my guy opens his mouth to talk and my dog farts. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And I died laughing. I died. I'm like, he's like, oh my god! And I couldn't even talk to him. I was like crying. <laughs> that is filthy. <laughs> oh my god! And my dog turns around and he's like, he's like, you're, I'm like, you're lucky that he didn't like poop in your mouth. And he's like, I think I just tasted. It. Oh. We didn't talk after that. We didn't talk, and then he came back. We started talking again, like, I don't know, a few months later. And yeah. he's like, so, like, is your dog okay? Or, like, do I not able to talk around you? <laughs> oh, I love how whatever you carried on your night, and then you never talked to him again yeah. for a couple, well, he had to go uh, away. couple weeks. It he was, had to process. He had to process that he just got his mouth farted in. Yeah. <laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 a.m. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.